Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Keystone Arena for doubleheader basketball. Right before the new year, I am Tommy Scuderi alongside Josh Toot on the call. First up is going to be our women's Golden Bears taking on the Pitt Johnstown Mountain Cats. Kutztown comes to this at 3-7 and seven overall, 1-3 and three in PSAC play. And for the Mountain Cats, it's been a complete other story. 8-2 and two overall, 3-1 and one on conference play. Josh, what do you see in these two teams? Well, I mean, Kutztown women's, I mean, it's been a couple of seasons. It, talk about a, how seasons can change over a couple of years, right? So, in 2021, we make it to the NCAA playoffs, right? Whereas now, a 3-7 and seven record. Um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a turn of events, right? So, what I'm interested to see is, before the new year, how can our women's basketball program sort of turn the page, right? 2023 is going to be in the past in the next one to two days um, with the new year starting on Monday. So what I'm interested to see is starting off the year, ending the year strong and turning the page into a new year. There's nothing you can do to change these seven losses. There's nothing at all. But what you can do is you can change it for the future and make the program's outlook a little bit brighter. I think that's probably your best bet. The positive outlook needs to start today, though. Yes, there's a lot of basketball left to be played over these next couple months. This season is far from over for these Golden Bears. I talked to Coach Justin Hallman, who was filling in for Head Coach Janet Maloof the last couple weeks. He said, it's not about where you start, it's about where you finish. This is a a team that last year led all of Division II basketball in blocks, and they are retaining a lot of the players from those teams. This is a very talented defensive team for the Golden Bears that has not been able to hit their stride yet, but I think they have a great opportunity to prove themselves against the Mountain Cats. They have some very good scorers, you know, Peyton Ozales, Cassidy Crawford on the Mountain Cats side. Uh, Peyton is 11th in the PSAC in scoring. Uh, Cassidy is 7th. So there's some two high-profile scorers that the Golden Bears are going to have a great chance to shut down. And on that note, Josh, how do you slow down what has been a very good Mountain Cats basketball team? Well, I'm glad you mentioned about Cassidy Crawford. I mean, looking at her shooting percentage from the field, she shoots 50%, meaning half of her shots go in. If you limited Cassidy Crawford, that limits about half their offense right there. That's what it comes down to. And I, I'm glad Justin Allman said it's not how you start, it's how you finish, right? We saw that in football as well. I, I hate to look back on the football season starting 0-2, but then making it to the Final Four. I So I, I definitely do think he has a, a great point there in saying it's not how you start, it's how you finish. So what I think it's going to come down to is how you limit Pitt Johnstown's offense, right? Their offense comes in a big wave. They're known to get on those big runs. And when they get in those big runs, it's tough to stop. It's not just like that for Pitt Johnstown. It's like that for any team. Once you get in those, tough, those long runs, it's incredibly tough to stop. So you limit Crawford. I think that limits about half their offense. But at the same time, Hayden Taylor is a good backup as well. Shooting 51% from the field. Kyla Franklin shooting 55% from the field. Lexi Margolis shooting 55% from the field. Riley Childress shooting 64% from the field. It's an offense that is explosive. Once they get going, they get going, and it's incredibly tough to stop. 
for sure. Good so, high. Oh, sorry, so, I cut you off. Continue. Nope, that's okay. So, rounding off this point, you limit their offense. You're going to put them in an uncomfortable situation where they never haven't haven't really been before. So, defense for Kutsan is going to have to step up in the beginning and then turn it over to the offense that's led by Casey Ramoldi. I agree with you. And I mean, taking a quick look at the Mountain Cats' previous game against East Stroudsburg, that is a game they controlled for most of it. They were on 79-41, to 41, and that is the fewest points that they've allowed all season. And we saw their offense just took control. So I think I'm right there with you. It's going to be about limiting those st- that star power and get, forcing them into uncomfortable looks. They shoot high percentage from the field because they're able to create good looks for themselves. That is something that Kutztown is going to have to slow down if they're going to have a chance against these Mountain Cats. And they definitely do have a chance. They have a great defense. I think these teams match up very well. Uh, look, taking a quick look over at the stand Kutztown, bottom three right now in PSAC play. Obviously, with that one and three record. Uh, uh, on the other side, Pitt Johnstown, three and one. They're top four, the fourth place in the PSAC West. This is a big game for both teams to end the new year right. Mountain Cats are trying to keep the momentum going, trying to go into the new year not, nine and two, four and one in conference play. The Golden Bears trying to prove you get to that two and three record, four and seven. And if you get there this season, far from over. A ton of basketball left to be played. And this is a team that for Golden Bears, they've been banged up. They've had some in, they've had some injuries, you know, losing a couple guards in a few games, but they're back. They're back to full health, and I think those injuries have been a key part of their losses so far. And that this is with a fully healthy Golden Bear squad, they're going to be a problem in the PSAC. And I I'm glad you mentioned that it's not over yet, right? The difference between basketball and football is the standings can change at, a, at any day, right? It's a longer season. A lot can happen. Whereas football, it's a loving game season. You don't have much time to get your standings up. Basketball, it could change every day. Yeah. We've seen that many times. So I, I'm on the same page with you when you say you need to start. You need to end the year strong, excuse me, and turn the page into a new year. I mean, I'm glad you mentioned about the injuries that plagued this Golden Bear uh, team. And injuries can do a lot of damage, not only just for your physical health, but also for the team atmosphere as well. Absolutely. It, you, some, it, it's pretty common that you rely on a couple of those big names to lead your offense, but you need to rely on everyone. It's an 11-woman bench. It's not a high number of players, but those 11 players they have, they're a very talented group, led by Pulliam, Rimaldi, and her. Those are your three main scores that return now for two years. They saw the success of 2021. They saw the limited success of 2022. It's how do you feed off of missing the playoffs last year, turn that into this year? That's the biggest question, I would say. This is a very experienced group. You know, obviously that 2021 season, they know how to win. And I mean, even you talk about momentum. The Mountain Cats are not the only team coming in off a big win. Kutztown knocked off Claren in their last time out on December 19th, 78 to 46, where they they outscored Claren 28 to 4 in the opening quarter. Went into the half up 48 to 20. So I think a big a, a big fast start like that is key again here. They've done it before against Claren. Obviously Claren 0 and 10, not a, not nearly as skilled as a team as the Mountain Cats, but I think they've proved. That they have what it takes. And I just want to add one more point before we step aside for our national anthem. 
it's like that for all of basketball. It doesn't matter college, NBA, high school basketball. Those quick runs, they do a lot of good for your team because it gives Definitely. you that cushion the remaining game to stay on top. All right, we're going to step aside for the performance of a national anthem. Wildfires burn millions of acres each year. And each year, wildland firefighters like Fire Chief James Hall battle to contain them. But they can't do it alone. A single ember that escapes from a wildfire can travel more than a mile. It can ignite and destroy your home, your community, or more. That single ember can be just as dangerous as the wildfire itself. But you can do something firefighters can't. You can act now to prepare your home and your community for wildfire. You can reduce the risk. Do your part. Go to fireadapted.org. Get Fire Adapted. Learn what you can do now to reduce wildfire damage later at fireadapted.org. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Learn more at fireadapted.org. This is Officer Riz from Reading Police Department. If you have your wipers on due to inclement weather, you must turn on your headlights. If you don't follow this law, you could be fined. So remember, wipers on, headlights on. It's the law. To learn more about traffic safety, visit JustDrivePA.com. Brought to you by PennDOT and this station. Hi, this is Christina Ricci with RAIN. Every two minutes, another American is sexually assaulted. If you or someone you know has been sexually assaulted... You are not alone. Help is just a call or click away through the National Sexual Assault Hotline. Please call 1-800-656-HOPE, that's H-O-P-E, or visit RAIN.org, that's R-A-I-N-N dot O-R-G. Brought to you by RAIN and this station. Too many women aren't getting the recommended daily amounts of folic acid. I'm Susan Crosby, President of Women in Government. And on behalf of Women in Government, an organization of state policymakers, I'm here to remind you that folic acid is important for all women, and in particular women who may become pregnant. Insufficient folic acid consumption before and during pregnancy can lead to devastating birth defects of the brain and spinal cord called neural tube defects or NTDs. Folic acid is a B vitamin that works to prevent these birth defects only if taken before conception and during early pregnancy. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommends that women take a vitamin with 400 micrograms of folic acid every day. Studies show that if all women consume the recommended amount of folic acid before and during early pregnancy, up to 70% of NTDs could be prevented. To learn more, please visit womeningovernment.org. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. National Anthem has concluded. Starting lineups have been announced. And we are just seconds away from the part one of our doubleheader here on KUR. Team's in the huddle. Head out to midfield. Starting lineup for the Golden Bears. We're going to have Casey Romoldi, Naya Polam, Zara Zerman, Abby Hearn, and Olivia Somali. It's a very similar starting lineup that we've seen most of the year. And not to mention, too, those... The starting lineup is ret- all returned. Now, yes. and, and looking at the lineup as well, Romoldi, William, Zerman, Hearn, they've been playing here for three years. 
He has a lot of experience on the court right now for the Golden Bears. And, and I, I, I hate to I hate to just add one more point, Tommy. That provides a lot of depth. We talked about that in the pregame show. That provides a big advantage. When you return four or five starters, that helps a lot. Of course. Hearn taking the tip for the Golden Bears. They win the tip. That is Zerman. Bring it up. Quick dish down. Over to the wing. That's Pullman. Over to Ramoldi. Back up to Zerman. Somalia's on the left wing. Mid-range jumper. It's good. Abby Hearn. 2-0 on the board for the Golden Bears early. It's just that quick feed underneath. Down to the low zone. Hearn is one of those big forces to get a lot of points in the paint. Mountcats moving up. Right block. No good. Rebound. That's Pullum. No. Kind of a reach-in foul on the Mountain Cats. So one one thing I'm noticing early, Tommy, I don't know if you saw it, it's the offensive rebounds. Kutztown yeah. needs to limit those. That's That does a lot of good for your offense, but if Kutztown can limit those, that's a big factor. Bowen's got... Driving in. Puts it up. Gets the foul. Right-handed layup attempt. No good. Benaya Poland's going to head to the line for two. And she's a solid shooter from the line as well. I mean, Kutztown as a whole, they pride themselves on shooting from the line. And I, if you could get those points from the foul line, I mean, that's, that's a big advantage right yeah. there. She sinks her first. She's shooting 75% from the line so far this year. 3-0 Golden Bears. 9-22 remaining in the first. Sinks the second, 4-0. A good start for the Golden Bears. It just adds on to my point, Tommy, right? It's just seeing... Mountcats moving it quick, turns it over. That was Clive Franklin. Loses control of the pass, sends it out of bounds. Golden Bears are going to take possession. And one more point I want to add quickly. Forcing those turnovers, that's another factor. It, it just keeps adding on to... Zerman loses her dribble. Mountcat's going to get the ball back. First foul for the Golden Bears. 9-14 remaining. Gonzalez for the Mountcats. Shoots it over. Full court press by Kutztown. Mountcats working to pass the timeline. Left corner, that's Franklin. Driving in, in the paint. Blocked by Abby Hearn, and there's the blocks again. Knocked out of bounds. Last year, number one in Division Two. They're showing why here early. Inbound is tipped. Mountcats retain possession. Long three. Peyton Azales with a long triple from the right wing. 4-3. Golden Bears hold on to the lead by one. Zerman brings it up. Right wing. Gives it over to Pullum. Long three. No good. That was Abby Hearn. The long three from the left wing. Mountcats bring it up. Slowing the tempo. Setting some screens. Right wing. That's Fasik. Shoots over to Rosales. Another long three. This one no good. Struggle for the rebound. Golden Bears come up with it. That's Abby Hearn. Outlet to Sermon. Right wing three, right, excuse me, corner three. Nia Pullman knocks it down. 
Seven to three, Golden Bears, eight minutes remaining in the first quarter. We're seeing early on, she's that big force that pushes Kutztown. Trapped by Kutztown. Right They're going to force another turnover. Backcourt violation by the Mountain Caps. Kutztown coming out hot here early. German taking the pass half court. Which is off to Ramoldi. Back down to Polum. Back up to Ramoldi. Drives in. Left-handed layup. It's good. 9-3. Golden Bears. 7.30 remaining in the first quarter. Full court press continuing. It has rattled the Mountain Cats early on. Another steal. No, retained by the Mountain Cats. Ball was knocked loose. That's going to be the first floor foul for Abby Zerman. And this is the problem with the a limited squad, Tommy, right here. Zerman Zer already at two. Yeah. With foul trouble two, early. 240 left to play. Okay. It, only in the first. That's Inbound the problem. Tips. Top of the key, that's Franklin. This is off. Shot clock winding down. Some passes blocked again. Nia Pullman with a huge block. And what I like about the Golden Bears defense right now is they're aggressive. I like the yeah. aggressiveness. Five Coming out strong. On the shot clock. Sorry to cut you off, Josh. Puts it up. Peyton Azales again. Mid-range jumper, 9-5. Golden Bears lead. From the left block. Abby Hearn, no good. Rebounded by the Mountain Cats. Mountain Cats slowing it down. Stolen by Samales, drives in, right-handed layup. It's good on the fast break, 11 to five. 6.25 remaining in the first quarter. Golden Bears continuing their press. And Tommy, you wanted a quick start, you got it. Oh yeah. Crawford, double cover, dishes it up to Taylor who misses the left-handed layup, recovered by the Golden Bears. They're gonna slow the tempo now. Thurman brings it up. Correction, no, it's Bella Curry. That's off to Pullman. Pullman drives in, right-handed layup. Again, a nice finish. 13-5, Golden Bears, and they've come out strong in this one. High tempo early on. Full court press continuing for the Golden Bears. Downcast bring it up. Bounce pass, right block. That's Crawford. Gets the shot off, gets the foul. He's going to head to the line for two. And that's a foul as a, as a coach, Justin Hallman. You have to like. It, it's aggressive in the paint. And on those type of plays, you know there's a decent chance your, your player's probably going to get a foul. But at the same time, Crawford you have to like the, the aggressiveness. Of course. Make them earn it at the foul line. Yeah. Crawford does earn it here. Sinking both. 
13-7 Golden Bears. And considering that's only Hearn's first, that's yes. another positive as well. Hearn gets off to Pullman. Little collision there on the left wing. Hearn moves over to Curry. This is it down low. Back up. Stolen by the Mountain Cats. Samalis tried to get it back up to Hearn. And a travel on the Mountain Cats. Olivia Fasik tried to get the first step. Walked on the way. Isla Hurley with the inbound. Bella Curry. Down low. Hearn, left wing. Back up to Okure. Hands it off to Pullman. Pullman drives in. Step back, jumper, mid-range. No good, off the front of the rim. Rebounded. Abby Hearn gets the shot and the foul. Chance to convert on a three-point play. 15-7, Golden Bears. We're going to have a timeout. Josh, very quick start. For the Golden Bears here, what do you what do you see in? So, what I like is the full court press. That's the play in basketball that I love the most because what it what it does is it forces the offense to make a decision. And I've seen a lot of full court presses work to a T and not work. Golden Bears are executing that full court press beautifully. They're making Pitt Johnstown make decisions on the fly which are resulting in turnovers. Uh That is what wins a game. And the old-fashioned three-point play as well that Hearn just got helps a lot too. Those those foul shots, they add up. They add up over a game. So I think Kutztown being perfect at the line does help. What I don't like is that Sarah Zerman is getting in foul trouble early. She's one of your big scorers through the Golden Bear offense. She's at two. It's not bad, but it's not great. I yeah. think we could both agree on that. So what I'm interested to see is do they tell her to almost not be as aggressive and leave the aggressiveness towards her and Ramoldi, Hurley, Smellis? Or do they tell her to just keep playing your game. That's what I'm interested yeah. to see. Interesting coaching decision for Justin Hallman. Bobby Hearn sinks the foul shot to convert the three-point play. 16-7, Golden Bears up early. Continuing with the full-court press. High energy start this one. Now Cats get it past the timeline. Tried to get the pass off. Neil Dominic who was breaking towards the rim. Smart that- foul there by the Golden Bears but Stoplow would have been a basket. And that was a foul that didn't need to be a foul. It was a correct call, don't get me wrong, but Smellis did not need a foul, I think, on that play. But I like the aggressiveness. Another. That's Smellis' second foul. It sounds got five fouls as a team so far. Send them out and catch the line. Neil Dominic sinks her first. 72% from the foul line this year. 16-8 Golden Bears. Sinks the second, 16-9. Have a brief sub. 
Smalls is going to take a seat. It's going to be Sydney Pearson taking her place. Akure brings it up. This is over to Hurley. Back over to Pearson. Pearson gets the ball stolen. Mountain Cats bring it up, moving quick. They're going to slow it down. Leaving it well. Nasek picks up the dribble. Down in the Crawford. Decent ball movement there by the Mountain Cats. Eight seconds on the shot clock. Right wing, that's Fasek. Driving in, floater right-handed. Got it from the foul line. 16 to 11. Golden Bears lead by five. 3.57 remaining in the first quarter. Curry's got the ball right wing. Dishes it down to Hearn. Hearn back up to Pearson. Poem for three. It's good. Naya Poem with a left wing triple. 19-11. Golden Bears extend their lead. Continuing with that full court press. Mountain Cats moving it up. Right wing three. No good. Cassidy Crawford. Give me a push foul on the Mountain Cats. Golden Bears. We take possessions. Substitutions here for the Golden Bears. Zerman's going to check back in. Shannon Romoli is going to check in. New guards this, coming in for the Golden Bears. And this is something Goodstown has been known to do. They go deep to their bench. They'll go about five, six deep. And that that's something I like. You know, going yeah. deep to your bench. The bench points for Kutztown have been higher than a lot of other teams. Zerman. Right wing dishes back over to Romoldi. Romoldi to Gurish. Romoldi drives in. Collision down. Near the paint. It's going to be a foul on the Mountain Cats. It's going to send Casey Romoldi to the foul line. At one point, while we have a second... Sinks are first. We're getting into the bonus as well helps. Yes. Each foul sends you to the free throw line. That's Those are your free points right there. Those are points this that, the second. that will help you win a basketball game. Full court press continuing. Mountain Cats moving it down. And a walk. Bella Boss tried to pull up. Lost control of her footing. And another turnover for the Mountain Cats. This high pressure cuts down defense. We talked about it. They're one of the best. And they're causing a lot of turnovers here early. German brings it up. Just adds on to my point. It makes you make a decision. And another walk. This time on Kutztown. Sarah Zerman picked up the pivot foot. That's going to be a walk. It's on keeping in there. Full court press. 20 to 11, 235 remaining. And the ball's tipped loose by Romoli, but it's going to roll out of bounds. Mountain Cap's going to retain possession. Free run to the basket. Crawford defended well by Sidney Pearson. That's going to be no good. Golden Bears bringing up the court. Shannon Molde. Up to Gersh. 
He's over to the right wing. Pearson, right corner. Back up to Rimaldi. Thurman. Rimaldi. Ball is tipped. Casey Rimaldi recovers the tip ball, puts the right handed layup on the right block. 22 11, Golden Bears lead as they continue their press. Mountain Cats get it down the floor. Rosales, left wing three, air balls it. It's going to bounce out of bounds, and the Golden Bears are going to retain possession. 138 remaining in the first quarter. And all it's going to come down to now, Tommy, with 134 left to play in the quarter, ending strong. We talked about that in the pregame show, ending strong. Definitely. Pearson. What a pass. No, unable to finish, though, is Zerman. Pearson had the ball on the foul line, handed it off to, Z- excuse me, to Zara Zerman. Just couldn't finish the lay-in. Casey Rimaldi. Just out to Shannon Rimaldi. Drives in. Gets the foul. Went in from the left wing. Put it up. Got the foul. She's going to head to the foul line for two. Shannon Rimaldi from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Shooting 77% from the line so far this year. This is the first off the front of the rim. Redshirt sophomore. Sinks to second. It's going to bring the lead to 12 for the Golden Bears. 23-11. Minute six remaining. And they are continuing with the full court press. No reason to go away from it. Doncaz, good ball movement. Gets it down low. Right wing layup. Kaya Franklin, some good ball move from the Mountain Cats. Get two on the board. Golden Bears looking to respond. For three, no good. Taylor Gersh not put enough on it on the left wing triple. Mountain Cats are going to retain possession. Ten point game, 23-13. Mountain Cats. Trying to get around the, the press. Aiden Taylor lost control of the pass. Regained it. Knocked out of bounds by the Golden Bears. Mountain Cats going to retain possession. Bello Curry subbing back in. David Fasik. Dishes it off to Franklin. Back to Azales. Down low to Crawford. Tried to get the ball around the elbow. That's going to be a foul on the Golden Bears. 26 seconds remaining. He's going to send Cassidy Crawford to the foul line. Crawford was the PSAC West Basketball Athlete of the Week last week. She sinks her first foul shot. Sinks the second, bounces off the front of the rim and in. Mountain Cats will press to their own. 
But Sang able to get around it. 20 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Good ball movement here by the Golden Bears. And Zara Zerman is called on the walk. She tried to move the ball. 14 seconds. Mountain Cavs going to take possession. Zerman's going to take a seat. Curry is going to sub back in. Shannon Ramole tried to get the uh, steal off the inbound and called on the reach. That's going to send Olivia Fasic up to the line. 84% from the foul line. Not who you want to send. First foul shot. Bounces off the back of the rim. No good. Second one's good. 23-16, Golden Bears. 13 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Ryan Pullum's going to bring it up to the floor. Six seconds remaining. Shannon Moldy corner three, no good. Mount Couch rebounds. They're just going to hold it. Let the first quarter run out. 23-16. After one, we're going to step away. If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there. You can say how are you or get a fake tattoo. You can ask with an app if it works for you. You can write him a text or knit him a sweater. If you can't be together, you can write him a letter. Whatever, whatever, whatever is you talking Chat on the game, kick off your flip flops. You can ask on your couch while you binge watch. However, you do it, you gotta ask a friend. And if they don't share, you can ask again. Reach out to a friend about their mental health. Learn how you can help at SeizeTheAwkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location. In the forest near the side of the road. No need for alarm, sir. The forest is where bears live. But this was no ordinary bear. No ordinary bear? At one sec. Welcome back to the Keystone Arena. Golden Bears women's team lead 23-16 over the Pitt Johnstown Mountain Cats. So we get ready to start the second quarter. Mountain Cats inbounds. Bringing it past the timeline. That's Troyer. Brings it down to Franklin. Left, right elbow. Back over to Crawford. Up. No good on the three by the Mountain Cats. We that was quiet, Franklin. But the Curry is going to bring it past the timeline. 
Give and go to, to Samales. Pass to Hurley. Drives in. Left-handed layup. Rattles the rim and out. Nice look. Just couldn't get the fall. Mountain Cats bring it up the, road, the floor. Back over to Rosales. Franklin. Mid-range jump shot from the foul line. No good. Recovered on the rebound by Akure. Brings up the Pulliam. Steps in. Right-handed layup. Gets it to go. 25-16. Golden Bears lead. 8.55 remaining in the second quarter. Mountaincast getting around. Driving in. Left-handed layup. Brian Franklin gets the foul. Over from the left corner. A lot of contact down there. He got that ball up. That's going to send her to the foul line. That's Bella's third. That was in foul trouble early. Brian Franklin. 66% from the foul line. Knocks down the first. Sinks to second. Samala is going to take a seat. Three fouls early. Casey Romaldi is going to take her place. Isla Hurley bringing the pass half court. Gets up to the right wing. Picks up a dribble over the podium. Risky pass to Akure, but it works out. Abby Hearn from 13 feet knocks down the mid range jumper. 27 18 Golden Bears. Keeping up with the full court press. That's been a staple for them all game. Mountain Cats, long three as always. It's good. From five feet beyond the three-point line. What a shot. I pull him. This is over to the right corner. Back down to Abby Hearn. Hearn, this is it over to Akure. Rattles the rim and out. Rebounds by Casey Ramoli. Going to put the shot up. No good, but she's going to get herself to the foul line. 27-21, Golden Bears. 7.54 to go in the second quarter. And adding on to our point, Tommy, of playing aggressive for the Golden Bears, that's the, risk, shot, you, no good. That's the risk you take with fouling. It, yeah. it's, I, I think it's a relationship that goes hand-in-hand, hand, I would say, with playing aggressive and fouling. He sinks the second. So 28-21. You gotta almost wonder, does the game plan change for the Golden Bears? Mountain Cats bringing it forward. Losing her dribbles, Franklin. Kicks it back to the top of the key. Over the Crawford. Franklin drives in. Left-handed layup, no good. Recovered by Abby Hearn. This is up to Akure. Brings up to the left wing. Back over to Casey Romaldi. Drives in over the Pulliam. Pulliam. Akure. Back down to Hearn. Right block. And she's going to get called on the walk. As she tried to make something happen in the post. Another turnover there by the Golden Bears. They're going to keep their full court press. Mountain Cats with the inbounds. Bring it up. Crawford gets it down. Left block. No good. 
Good defense by Naya Poliam. She brings it up. Fast tempo. Euro steps. Left-handed layup. It's good. Circles the rim and falls. 30-21. to 21. Nice tempo play there by the Golden Bears. Loose ball. There's a scrum for it. Three Golden Bears around. Fire Franklin for the Mountain Cats. That's going to be a jump ball. Some hard defense there by the Golden Bears. They have given the Mountain Cats problems so far. They're going to make some substitutions. So just looking at the, the four right now for the Golden Bears, you have Zerman out there with two. Simulus with three is still sitting. I would assume they'll probably keep her on the bench for the rest of the half. But Some interesting coaching decisions coming up. Shannon Ramolde brings up the Zerman. Now the Casey Ramolde. Zerman pump fakes, pulls up, mid-range jump shot, 14 feet, gets it to go. Pump fake drives in, hits the mid-range jumper. Very nice play. 32-21. Holden Bears. Mount Couch trying to slow down the tempo. They get it past half court. Over to Crawford. Crawford gets it down to Franklin. Franklin back to Crawford. Six seconds on the shot clock. Crawford trying to get a shot up. It's going to be blocked out of bounds. And that... That's just the aggressive de defense right there, Tommy. Yeah, I mean, making them earn every shot. No, play, no plays off. Four seconds on the shot clock. Franklin gets it down. Right elbow. Spins. Front of the rim, no good. Rebounded by the Golden Bears as the shot clock expired. Zerman brings it past the timeline. Back over to Shannon Ramalde. To Pearson. Ball went loose. It's going to be picked back up by the Golden Bears. Zerman, eight seconds on the shot clock. Trying to make something happen. Crosses over. Drives in the paint. Right-handed floater. Front of the rim. No good. Recovered. Excuse me. Rebounded. But loses the pass. Now the Mountain Cats are going to bring it forward. Double team here. Olivia Fasik. Corner three, Hayden Taylor, the Mountain Cats, got an open look. Kutztown couldn't execute the trap defense well enough. 32-24, 4.55 remaining in the half. Taylor Gersh hands it off to Casey Romaldi. To Pearson, who gives it back to Romaldi. Gets the shot of Ennis, fouled. Nice give and go there by the Golden Bears. We're going to have a timeout. We're going to step aside. Golden Bears 32, Mountain Cats 24. If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there. You could say how while you will get a fake tattoo. You could ask with an app if it works for you. You could write him a text or knit him a sweater. If you can't be together, you could write him a letter. Whatever, whatever, whatever is you talking Whatever, whatever gets you talking. You could 
chat on the game, kick off your flip-flops. You can ask on your couch while you binge watch. However you do it, you gotta ask a friend. And if they don't share, you can ask again. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking. Reach out to a friend about their mental health. Learn how you can help at SeizeTheAwkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. Welcome back. Kutztown Basketball on KUR. Golden Bears lead 32-24 over the Pitt Johnstown Mountain Cats. Casey Romalde is going to head to the foul line. This is the first off the back of the rim. Casey Romalde, we'll talk about the defense, set a new program record in blocks. And she got a 200th on December 1st. Sinks the second foul shot. 33-24, Golden Bears. Franklin gets the inbounds. Back over to Hayden Taylor. Taylor drives in, gets it down to Crawford. Ball stolen by the Golden Bears. Zara Zerman's going to come up with it. Brings it past half court. Hands off to Shannon. Loses it, gets it back for, gets it back. Taylor Gersh gets it down to Pearson. Looking for that give and go, not going to be open. Pearson gets it back up to Casey. Over to Shannon. Back down to Pearson at the foul line. Pearson, five seconds on the shot lock. Drives in, right-handed layup. Nice post move there by Sidney Pearson. 35-24. Golden that, Bears. And that's just great court awareness. Seeing there's only five on the shot clock, just take it yourself, drive in, lay it off the glass. That's an easy two points right there. Kutztown got the trap, causes the walk. Great play by the Golden Bears, forcing Kaya Franklin to pick up her dribble, tries to step through, and gets the walk. And that's going to be another turnover by the Mountain Cats. Sermon's going to bring it up. Little bit of pressure now. From the Mountain Cats. Over to Shannon, left wing. Casey, right wing. Wide open, Bella Curry for three, no good. Ball's gonna head out of bounds. Mountain Cats gonna take possession and another four person substitution by the Golden Bears. High tempo, keeping fresh bodies on the floor. Cats trying to get Clover on the inbound. They're going to get Casey Crawford. Gets it back to Fasek. He's going to bring it past the half court line. One Bear's going to settle. Left wing, as always, loses her dribble over to Franklin. Back to Fasek. Try to drive in. No, nobody home. Three point shot. Peyton, as always, no good. Back up Casey Romalde. On the fast break, gets it to go. 37-24, Golden Bears. This has been a fast-tempo game for Golden Bears, and it's worked. Meanwhile, no, another turnover by the Mountain Cats. Olivia Fasic tried to drive in, pulled up in the middle of the key. Sent the ball out of bounds. 
Golden Bears taking possession back. Naya Pulliam brings the pass half court. Back over to Hurley. Back to Naya. Gets a screen from Abby Hearn. Picks it up. The dribble. Moves it back over to Casey. Casey right corner. Gets a screen. Drives in. Left-handed layup. No good. Battle for the rebound. Mountain Cat's going to come down with it. Bring it past the timeline. Back to Olivia Tasek. Top of the key. Another, another floor foul. It's going to be on Golden Bears. Mountain Cat's going to inbound from right under the basket. Peyton Nazales got the jumper. She's going to get a shooting foul by the looks of it. Josh, what do you think of that foul? Goes without saying. Nazales, 82% from the foul line. Sinks the first. So I was averaging 14 points per game. Since the second foul shot. 37-26, Golden Bears hanging on to the lead. I would say for the most part, Tommy, I mean, the fouls are pretty limited here in the second quarter, which is a big advantage for Kutztown. I mean, considering they have two players right, in. in Naya Pulliam for three. No good off the front of the rim. That's going to be rebounded by Lila Hurley. Ella Curre. Slow it down, 14 seconds on the shot clock. Naya comes it down to Abby Hearn, who's going to walk. Ball got tied up. Took a step. Can't do that. Golden Bears going to let off on the press a little bit. Step into more of a half-court defense. Now Cats moving the ball around. Crawford's got it. This is in. Fantastic. Franklin's got it top of the key. Drives in. Step back. Nine seconds on the shot clock. A wild pass. Gets it to Fasek, who misses the three from the left wing off the front of the rim. That was that was Azawis that was able to get the pass off. And you gotta be wondering here, Tommy, as well, with one minute left to play in the half. Does Kutstan try to slow down the tempo a little bit? Let their offense settle down and get one more shot off. It looks like that's what they're going to do is they're slowing it down. Pullum's taking the ball. Drawing the double team. Moving around. Hearn's got it right block. Spin move. Left-handed layup. No good. 42 seconds remaining in the half. Mountain Cats hustling. Maybe looking to get two shots out of this. Corner three. Hayden Taylor knocked it down. 29 seconds remaining in the half. Shot clock's going to go dark. But you got to think they're going to hold it and get the last shot here. McCurry brings it over to Casey. To Lila Hurley. Back over to Naya. Naya's going to slow it up. 10 seconds remaining. Gets a screen from Hearn. Back to Hearn. Abby Hearn for three. Off the front of the rim, no good. Rebounded by the Mountain Cats. And that's going to end the first half. Golden Bears, 
37, Mountain Cats 29. This has been a great start. We're going to take a break and be back for our halftime show. Hi, this is Officer Bob Bickham from the Reading Police Department. My department will be joining in nighttime operations to enforce Pennsylvania seatbelt law and crack down on impaired drivers. These types of crashes contribute to hundreds of injuries and fatalities each year. Remember your seatbelt is your first line of defense against impaired drivers. Click it or ticket, day and night, two tickets, two fines. This is Officer Riz from Reading Police Department. If you have your wipers on due to inclement weather, you must turn on your headlights. If you don't follow this law, you could be fined. So remember, wipers on, headlights on. It's the law. To learn more about traffic safety, visit JustDrivePA.com. Brought to you by PennDOT and this station. I had a sore in my mouth that just wouldn't go away. And after a couple of weeks, I went to my doctor. A sore, lump, or thick patch in your mouth or throat could be a symptom of oral cancer. My doctor told me I was smart to come in. He said that oral cancer is more common in African-American men than in any other group in the U.S. It turns out I did have oral cancer. But it was caught early, and my treatment was successful. I'm glad I got it checked. That probably saved my life. If you're an African-American man, you need to know about oral cancer. Visit a doctor or dentist if you see changes in your mouth that don't go away after two weeks. It's important to get an oral cancer exam, because if you do have cancer, the earlier it's caught, the better. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, National Institutes of Health. Hey, did you guys know that kids who play sports earn more money when they grow up? Of course. I I knew that. Hey, did you guys know that kids who read books have a bigger vocabulary? Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow, jinx. <laughs> did you guys know that friendly children have more friends? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. I knew that. Did you guys know that winter babies are better at music? Everyone knows that. Oh, yeah? yeah. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. obvious. Oh, hey, guys. Did you know that most people think they're using the right car seat for their kid, but they're not? Huh, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure I knew that. I'm pretty sure you didn't. Parents who really know it all know for sure that their child is in the right car seat at the right age and size. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat to make sure your child is protected. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To a Boy Scout, it's not about earning a badge. It's about the unforgettable experiences had along the way. It's about taking on the great outdoors and respecting nature. It's about working with friends, learning how to build a robot, and finding self-confidence on the zip line. Because while the badges are awesome, the lessons learned and the friends made are the true rewards. See how once-in-a-lifetime experiences can lead to a lifetime of success at BeAScout.org. Scouting. Prepared for life. Cuando era adolescente, ni siquiera sabía lo que era el autismo. 
¿Cómo se escribe eso? Después de unos años, me enteré que el hijo del primo de un amigo había sido diagnosticado con autismo. Aún no estaba seguro de lo que significaba en realidad. Cuando empecé la universidad, el hermano de mi roommate tenía autismo. Cuando me fui a trabajar a la ciudad, me llamó mi mejor amigo y me dijo que su hijo había sido diagnosticado con autismo. Ambos quedamos boquiabiertos. Todavía recuerdo el día en que entré a mi casa y le vi la cara a mi esposa. Sabía que algo estaba mal. Nunca olvidaré lo que sentí cuando dijo, nuestro hijo tiene autismo. El autismo está cada vez más cerca de casa. Hoy, uno de cada 88 niños es diagnosticado con autismo. Eso es un aumento de mil por ciento en los últimos 40 años. Llama al 888-772-9050 para aprender más del tema. Un diagnóstico a tiempo puede cambiar una vida para siempre. Patrocinado por Autism Speaks y el Ad Council. You're so annoying. You're so annoying. Stop copying stop me. Stop copying me. Mom, tell her to stop copying me. Mom, tell her to stop talking me. Kids will spend 10 minutes copying everything their sibling says. You're such a You're doofus. You're such a doofus. How about two minutes to brush their teeth? Brushing for two minutes now can save your child from severe tooth pain later. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. Two minutes, twice a day. They have the time. Mom! A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ad Council. Every day, I wake up at 5 a.m. to give Dad his medicine. Every day, I wake up at 5 a.m. to give Dad his medicine. At 6 a.m., I make his breakfast. Every day, I wake up at 5 a.m. to give Dad his medicine. At 6 a.m., I make his breakfast. At 7 a.m., I shower. Every day, I wake up at 5 a.m. to give Dad his medicine. At 6 a.m., I make his breakfast. At 7 a.m., I shower. I start laundry at 8. At 10, we go for a walk. Every day, I wake up at 5 a.m. For those dealing with the daily struggles of caring for a loved one, we hear you. That's why AARP created a community with experts and other caregivers for advice, tips, and support. Together, let's help each other better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA, America's wireless companies, and the National Safety Council. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Keystone Arena. Women's Golden Bears team leads the Pitt-Johnstown Mountain Cats 37-29 to 
here at the half. Josh, what have you seen that has helped the Golden Bears be so successful early on? It's just the shooting has been immaculate. I mean, you're shooting 50% even. I would say that's the reason they're winning right now. That's one of the main things I like. They're getting great shots. They're getting good looks. And I think, I mean, we can't not talk about that defense. I mean, for pretty much all of this game so far, they've been in a full-court press causing all kinds of problems for the Mountain Cats. They have eight turnovers uh, forced, which this is a Mountain Cats team. They get good looks. They get good looks, and they take high-percentage shots. And we had talked about it on the pregame show. The key to slowing them down is going to be limiting both those things, limiting their ability to move the ball and find the open shooter and limiting the ability to get good high-percentage shots. They're doing both, and they have a good lead to show for it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I, I definitely think, you know, the could sense defense has been a primary factor into how this game has played out. But adding on to that, we already we, we talked about, you know, the, the defense from Kutztown, but that has caused a problem in the sense of fouls. And we mentioned earlier on that when you have an aggressive defense, it's going to come with a lot of fouls. So let's take a deep dive into that real quick. Smellis is at three. Arms at two. Zerman's at two. And then both the Rimaldis, Casey Shannon and Taylor Gersh are all at one. That's a problem. That's yeah. a, that's, that's a, a, a big problem. That's a lot of foul trouble right there. In the sense that Kutztown needs to limit the fouls. I, I mean, it doesn't get much more simpler than that, Tommy. But what I like as well is, and you even pointed it out to me as well, the rebounds. Rebounds, Kutztown has done a great job with. Not only defensive rebounds, but also to the defense, the offensive rebounds. They're leading both departments. Kutztown with five offensive, Pitt with four. On the defensive side, Kutztown with 14, Pitt with 10. So, what I like is pulling down the boards. That helps win, win a game. They're setting their, themselves up for success. The only problem is fouls, and they're letting Pitt Jonestown get in these long runs. You gotta limit those. We talked about that in the pregame show. You limit the long runs, you limit the fouls, we'll be looking at a win. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. The that's the price that you pay when you run such an aggressive, you know, full-court press, trap-heavy defense like Kutztown's been running these two games. You're going to get into foul trouble. It's just it's just kind of the way it is. And, I mean, I think that's the – that's – to their success, the you know, the reason that they're, they have so much death on their bench, they're able to keep, you know, keep fresh bodies in, keep up the pressure, and keep the people with foul trouble, you know, their shooters with foul trouble on the bench, you know, for – and save them for what could be for later on in this game. I mean, the rebounds as well. They're out rebounding uh, 19 to four. Uh, the you know the Mountain Cats. They're not getting second as many second chance looks as they would like. 
And another thing, I like how Kutztown is moving the ball. I mean, we've seen a couple times, you know, Sydney Pearson, she gets the ball around the foul line, just giving goes. You know, she set up Casey Romoldi, she set up Zaya Zerman, uh, Samalis has had a few. They're getting good high percentage looks because of their ball movement. They've kept the pressure on, they're converting. The only thing I would like to point out is the free throw percentage. Pitt Johnstown has made 91.7% of their foul shots. Kutztown is only at 63. So they're doing a good job of getting to the line. You know, they've gotten there 11 times, but they've only converted 7. Whereas uh, Pitt Johnstown, they've gotten there 12 times. They've made 11. Foul shooting, very important in the PSAC at the Division II level. And that's something, when you get to the line, they're going to have to convert. Because this is a very good team, the, the Mountain Cats. And I promise you. They went to halftime. They adjusted. They're going to have more answers for that press. They're going to have more answers for the Kutztown defense. So they're going to have to convert when they get to the line. Because they're not just going to sit there stagnant. Another thing is the three-point percentage. Kutztown, two for nine from three. Uh, Johnstown, four, ten. Kutztown, 22%. Johnstown, 40%. Got to convert. You're get, they're getting open looks from downtown. But they're not converting them. You know, we got we got to walk in, hit the shots, and I think, you know, we're looking at warm-ups right now. I think that's an emphasis. Pretty most of the shooters along the three-point line, you know, working on that shot, trying to convert. But this this Kutztown team, 19 minutes and 45 seconds spent with the lead so far in this one. Just a fantastic run. They have not trailed in this game yet. You know, they're getting good bench points. They're getting good fast break points. You know, eight points off the fast break. Pitch Johnstown only has two. 18 points in the paint. Pitt Johnstown's two. I mean, they're dominating down low. They just have to start expanding to really put this game away. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, I, de- I definitely agree with the points you're making. It's just, you know, it's just you got to get on a, a fast run. And Pitt Johnstown, their speech in the locker room, probably start this game like it's 0-0 once again. That's the most common speech in all of any sport. Go out there, start to think of the game as it is 0-0. Whereas Kutztown, you need to have the same mindset, but almost in a sense that you're down. And it's odd to say that, because they're not. But if you think like you're down, it gets your offense in a, in a groove. You become more comfortable in the offense. It opens up your entire playbook. And I think if you almost think of the game like you're down for Kutztown's offense, that gets the offense propelling. That gets them into a groove. And I think that might be the speech that will work for the Golden Bears offense today. Yeah, I mean, looking back, you know, last last game against Claren for the Golden Bears, they just they went in 48-20, to 20, you know, against Claren. They, and they, they led by at least 30 in the third quarter. So if this... If this team is the same one, the same team has come to play, which it looks like they might have against Claren, the second half is where they're going to pull away with this thing. So we'll see if they've made the right adjustments, if they can correct, you know, we said the three-point shots, the foul shots, if they can correct those things, we're going to have Golden Bears W, Josh. And I I mean, what, what I'm just concerned about, I think that's the the most Tommy is the, the foul trouble. I, I, I would say that's that was a, a big talking point between us. Um, you know, we we have to almost think about that and that's gonna be in the back 
of Coach Hallman's mind that their team's in trouble, but you can't think about that. That's the problem. And we're back. Mountain Cats starting off with possession. Franklin's got it right elbow. Over to Crawford. Left-handed layup, no good. Scrum for the rebound. Mountain Cats come back up with it. Olivia Fasik in the left corner knocks down the three, and that's the start you can't have if you're the Golden Bears. 37-32. Mountain Cats knock down the three in their first possession out of the half. Pulliam drives in. For three. That was Abby Hearn. No good. Rebound there. Isaiah Zerman. Or excuse me, Casey Ramoldi. Gets a second chance shot. 39-32 Golden Bears. Fasek dishes off to Crawford. To Azales. She's, she's got 10. Looking for 12 on the floater. No good. Rebound by the Golden Bears. That was Casey. Back up to Zara Zarman. Moves to the left wing. That's off to Naya Pulliam. Gets an open look for three. Ricochet's off the rim. No good. Rebounded by the Mountain Cats. You know, that's what we talked about. Golden Bears struggling from three. This game. Cats moving around. Franklin loses the dribble. Back up to Fasik. Right wing for three. Olivia Fasik knocks it down again. Her second three of the half. Goodstown got to close out. Can't let the Ma- Mountain Cats get some momentum. 39-35. Sydney Pearson, top of the key. This is over to Casey. Oh, a hard shot taken by Sydney Pearson. Off ball foul. That's going to be on the Mountain Cats. That was Clia Franklin. With the on-the-floor foul on Sidney Pearson. Nia inbounds it back up to Pearson. Over to Casey. Back over to Nia. Gets a screen from Sidney. Drives in. Spins off. Right-handed layup. Gets it to go. A nice finish there by Nia Pulliam. 41-35. 7.40 remaining in the third quarter. Golden Bears with the lead. Kasich drives in. This is over to Franklin. No good. Ball bounces off a of Golden Bear and out. Mountain Cats going to retain possession under their basket. And I think what it's going to come down to here, Tommy, is limiting the points from the three-point line. I mean, Pitt is on fire from from the arc, so it's it's going to come down to limiting those points. Peyton is always for three, blocked by Casey Ramoldi. There's the blocks we talked about. She's got over 200 in her career, a program record. She gets another on Peyton Nazales, sending that three-point shot back. Right, back up to Casey. Over to Pearson. Back up to Abby Hearn for three. No good again from the left wing. Scrum for the bell. Rebounded by the Mountain Cats, and they're going to move up the floor. Trying to speed up the tempo. Olivia Fasik in the post. Driving in wide open. Kaya Franklin drives in. Right elbow. Back up to Crawford. 
Hands it back over to Taylor. Taylor drives in, right-handed layup, gets it to go. 41-37 Golden Bears. Mountaincast come out hot. Sermon. And you can tell Goodson's just trying to get, get in the groove from the arc. In the paint, they're doing a great job. It's just in the paint, Hearn her drives in, not able to get the, the right-handed layup to go from the right block. Tightly contested. And another, a nice dime by the Mountain Cats. That was Clia Franklin gets the right-hander to go from right under the rim. 41-39, and just like that, Mountain Cats back in it. Six minutes remaining. Abby Hearn wide open for three. Gets it to go, but there was a floor foul on Casey Romaldi as she got that pass off. Three's not going to count. That was the three they were looking for. Just it was. That was a spark. It's not going to go because of a loose ball foul. Mount Cats bringing it past the timeline. It's Olivia Fasic. Down low to Franklin, right elbow. Drives in. Underneath, lay-in, no good. Recovered by the Golden Bears. Three-on-three situation. Casey driving in. Right-handed layup, blocked by the Mountain Cats. I had taken it back up. Rosales drives in. Dishes out the Fasic, who's called on the walk. Golden Bears going to retain possession. 5.27 remaining in the third quarter. And one thing I like as well, Tommy, I mean, we've talked about the foul trouble for Kutztown specifically. One foul so far. I, 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 that's something Coach Hallman has to like. Abby Hearn has on the foul shot, looking for help. Gets it to Naya. Over to Bello Curre. Casey, left wing, drives in. And she's fouled. On her way to the rim. That's going to send her to the foul line for two. Casey Romaldi, a three-time All-PSACI second-teamer, makes the first foul shot. And not only does it send Romaldi to the line for two, that also slows down the pace of the game for just a, a quick moment, right? The, the pace is starting to pick up rather quickly. Sinks her second foul shot. And that also gives both teams a break of some sort. Just to... This has been a fast-moving third quarter. 43-39 Golden Bears. It's all about readjusting. Five minutes remaining. Classic. Down low to Crawford. Some nice cuts by the Mountain Cats. That's Taylor. Forced to pick up her dribble. Curry, good defense there. Gets it back out to Fasik. Hurley's on her. Gets a screen. Fasik drives in. Fadeaway jumper, no good. Recovered. Excuse me, rebounded by Naya. Driving down the court. Quick tempo. Drives right in. Right-handed layup. It's good. Great determination by Naya. She gets the layup to go. 45-39. She's got 18 so far. Coach Hallman is fired up. 
Left-handed layup by Mountain Cats. No good. That was Crawford. Juggle for the rebound. Golden Mayors come up with it. That's a Curry. Bringing up the floor. For Tempo. Lila Hurley. And one thing I'm noticing as well, Tommy, the culture of the bench. Yes. For both teams. That helps a lot. A lot of spirit. Playa Franklin called on the block. Not anybody got her feet set. We're going to have mass substitution by both squads. We're going to take a timeout. Josh, what are you seeing so far this quarter? Well, just adding on to my point about the culture of the bench for both teams. I mean, you're seeing it in full force. That does a lot of good for both for both teams. I mean, getting, getting the support... I don't know if you were at the celebration uh, for the field hockey team, but one thing I remember when the coaches dressed their crowd was the culture of our bench throughout the entire season was was just how how supportive and how that helped. I mean, you're seeing Coach Hallman getting the bench involved. I mean, it's something that helps win basketball games. We're seeing it. What I also like as well as limiting the Golden Bears fouls. 3.48 left to play in the third, one foul. That is a tremendous job on part of the Golden Bears. I can't remember who took the foul. Could you remember? Took the foul. I believe it was Casey Romoldi. She picked I, up I, the first. That, that's what that's what I think as well. And you know, you know, considering she wasn't one of the two players that weren't at three, that's not bad. So yeah. what I like is limiting the fouls specifically on the part of her and Smellis. That's exactly what you were looking for. We talked about that in the po- in the halftime show, excuse me, about limiting the fouls, and they're doing a great job here. Yeah, they cleaned it up so far. Inbound to Akure. Backdoor pass to Abby Hearn. Gets it up, gets the foul. A nice look. By Abby Hearn. Nice cut, good feed by Bella Curry, and that's going to send Abby Hearn to the line, where she's shooting 74% so far on the air. And Abby Hearn has done some great things this year. 12th in the PSAC in scoring. Terrific shooter. Sinks the first foul shot, 46-39. Golden Bears, 3.42 remaining. Sinks the second, bounces off the top of the rim and and falls. But Sung getting back to that full court press. Not quite as aggressive as earlier in the game, but still putting some pressure. Crawford's got it right wing. Down low the Casey Romalde with another block. That's Lila Hurley got the three. Got it off but was fouled. She's gonna head to the foul line for three foul shots. And as a matter of fouls right there, that is one that Pitt Jonestown cannot afford. Um, Not at all. I mean, you're down right now by eight. You're sending, you're sending Hurley to the line for three right there. Misses the this first. Is her first. But I mean, that's one you can't afford right now. And, and plus two, they're in some decent foul trouble as well. They're at five. 
That's that's now every foul you send them to the line for two. That's that's the problem with playing an aggressive defense. Hurley makes her second, trying to bring the lead to double digits. Makes the third, 49-39. Golden Bears. Loses control of dribble. That's Krista Toyer. Kristen bringing it back up the floor. High tempo. Abby Hearn. Top of the key for three. No good off the back of the rim. Rebound Mountain Cats. In transition. Three on two situation. Taylor wide open. Right corner three. Gets it to go. 49-42. Golden Bears. And that's going to take cause the Golden Bears. Now it's going to be a media timeout. We're going to step away. We'll be right back after these messages. I'm Officer Greg Davis with the Exeter Township Police Department. This month, my department will join Buckle Up PA, the PA Traffic Injury Prevention Project, and safety partners across the country to crack down on drivers who do not properly secure young riders in car seats. We will be highlighting the importance of buckling up as well as helping parents and guardians take advantage of safety resources. Law enforcement will be writing tickets to save lives. Please buckle up. My son Casey was a bright, fearless 20-year-old with a boundless future ahead of him. But in the blink of an eye, he was gone. While out riding his skateboard, Casey fell. He was not wearing a helmet. Our whole family wishes he was. It could have saved his life. I'm Captain Kevin Raffelli of the San Mateo Police Department. Whether you're on campus or back home on break, strap on a helmet every time you jump on a bike or skateboard. Think of my son Casey and use your head. Put a helmet on. It could save your life. A message from the Consumer Product Safety Commission. And we're back. Golden Bears on the inbounds. 49-42. After a three from Mountain Cat, Hayden Taylor. Hurley, this it down low to Hearn. She's got Bella right block. Gets it to her. Gets up to Casey for three. Right wing. Gets it to go. Finally get the three-point shot they've been looking for. 51-42 Golden Bears. That was the three they were looking for, Tommy. We talked. They needed just one. They finally get it to fall. And another turnover by the Mountain Cats. Peyton has always tried to dish it out to Crawford. Lost control of the pass. And the Mountain Cats turn it over again. Golden Bears take possession. Now Pitt, now Pitt Johnstown coming out with full court press of their own. They're going to tip the ball out of bounds. Golden Bears retain possession. Isla Hurley on the inbound. Inbounds it to Akure. He gets called on the walk. Tried the crossover, get away from the press, but traveled. 2-11 remaining in the third quarter. 51-42 Golden Bears. Now Katz and Bennett come under the rim. Gets it out to Taylor. Down low, that's Bosch. Tries to get the go, couldn't. Rebounded by Abby Hearn. Akari brings it up the floor, past the timeline. Over to Hurley. Curry left corner. Down the Hearn in the post. Mid range jump shot from 12. Gets it to go. Shot it right over the head of Bella Bosch. Golden Bears lead by 11. 
Minute 37 remaining in the quarter. Roundcats moving the ball around. Crawford's got it left wing, bringing it towards the center. Hands it off to Troyer. Back down to Crawford, drives in, right-handed layup, no good. Defended well by Hurley. Another second chance shot, no good again. Hurley with the rebound. Golden Bear is going to slow it up. Curry brings it up the floor. Moving it around. That's Casey. Back over to Hurley. To Curry. Drives in. Abby Hearn. Mid-range jump shot again off the front of the rim. No good. Rebounded by Casey. Back to Abby Hearn. Resets the shot clock. 50 seconds remaining. 15 seconds on the shot clock. Slowing it up. Golden Bears. Akure trying to get open. Seven seconds on the shot clock. Drives in. Right-handed. This is out. Bella, or excuse me, Lila Hurley for three. There was a floor foul before the shot. Looks like there's going to be a charge on Bella Akure. It's going to hand over the Mountain Cats. 37 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Golden Bears lead 53-42. And considering that it was our Curry that took the fell, that's not the worst case scenario, I would say, Tommy. No, she's doing well on foul so far. Taylor. Moving the ball around the mountain catch back up to Taylor, right wing. Crawford, right block, spin move, puts it up, right-handed. It's good. Clock's going to stay running. 53-44. 12 seconds remaining. Golden Bears pushing up the floor. Casey gets the right block. This is it back out. Back to a curry. Five seconds remaining. Gets a screen from Pearson. Drives in. Right-handed layup. Doesn't get to go. Pearson put back. Gets it at the buzzer. A great follow by Sydney Pearson to get the layup off at the buzzer. 55-44. Golden Bears keep the double-digit lead. Thanks to a nice follow by Sydney Pearson, the graduate student from Elizabeth, Pennsylvania. A great quarter for the Golden Bears. Got off to a rough start. But, you know, it, catching up in the second half. I, and you mentioned it previously in our pregame show. Coach Altman said it's not how you start, it's how you finish. So, I'm glad you mentioned the rough start. It, it really was. The three-point plague... I think we should call it, has not been good to the Golden Bears. It's been a struggle. But at the same time, how they ended was beautiful. Yeah, that's exactly what Coach Hallman wanted. And what you saw from Cindy Pearson, that's that's a type of basketball you really can't teach right there. That's just great court awareness. And that comes with the experience as well, the graduate student. So what I'm interested to see is how this fourth quarter is going to play out. This is where games can be won or lost. We've seen it numerous times. High school, college, NBA. It doesn't matter what type of basketball. A lot of games are either won or lost in this fourth quarter. So Kutztown needs to stay on the gas. They're going to get the ball to start. Get a quick bucket. And then turn it over to your defense. What I liked as well in that third quarter, two fouls. Exactly what they wanted. That's exactly... How they drew it up to a T. Great point there as Kutztown gets the inbound right around half court. Zerman 
over to Shannon. Back down to Samales. Zerman drives in. Right-handed layup. Not able to get the go. Tightly contested by Krista Troyer of Mountain Cats. Oh my goodness. Peyton Nazales went up for a left-handed layup and got stuffed by Abby Hearn. I mean, this is what we were talking about. It's this just... team led all of Division Two in blocks last season. And they might be on their way to doing it again. A tight defensive group. Have an inbound violation. Mountain Cat's gonna uh, I, redo the inbound. I don't know, Tommy. Did you see a, a foul? I I, I didn't. didn't I didn't. Contact, uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. But officials disagree. Magolis brings over to Crawford. Up to Taylor. Back up to Troyer. Moving around the. Taylor. Bosch drives in. Right-handed layup. Gets it to go. Bill Bosch. The freshman from the Mountain Cats. Had some big shots in the paint. 55-46. Quick sound lead. Naya gets a screen. Zaya Zerman. Zaya Zerman for three. No good. Rebounded by Abby Hearn. Back to Zerman. Left wing. Drives in. Abby Hearn, corner three. Got it to go. Been looking for that shot all game. Finally gets it with 8.44 left in the fourth quarter. 58-46, Golden Bears lead. Mountcats moving around. Crawford. Fouled by Abby Hearn. That's four. Abby's going to be in some foul trouble here. Actually, no, I stand corrected. Scoreboard says three, but... No, I'm corrected. That's that's number four. She's going to... Uh, no, number three. Number me. three. Gabby as Crawford sinks the first foul shot. 58-47. Golden Bears lead. Cassidy Crawford trying to bring the lead to ten. Misses the second foul shot. That is recovered. Or excuse me, rebounded by Samalas. I got football on my mind. Naya brings it up. Left wing. Dishes it down to Hearn. The Hearn in the post. Spin move. Left-handed layup. Gets it to go off the backboard. Very nice post moves by Abby Hearn. She's doing very well in this one in the paint. Cats moving it around. Franklin's got it on the right wing. Nico Rosales. Driving in. That's Fasic. Gets it down to Crawford. No good down in the paint. Struggle for the ball. And it's going to be out on the Golden Bears. Zara Zerman. Not tipping the pass out of bounds. Three seconds left on the shot clock for the Mountain Cats. 7.45 remaining in the game. We need to get a quick shot off of the Mountain Cats. Gets it down three. Two seconds on the clock. They're not going to get it. Shot clock violation there by the Golden Bears. Excuse me, caused by the Golden Bears. Some terrific defense. Not letting them get an open look. First one of the day right there. Yeah. 
Oh no, and then the inbounds. Miscommunication. Casey tried to get it to Bella Curry. Miscommunication on the cut. That's going to go out of bounds, and the Mountain Cat's going to retain possession. Crawford gets the inbounds. Doing the paint again. Another block. This Golden Bear defense is insane. Mountain Cats with possession after recovering the block. Tasek tries to get the three. No good. Recovered by it. Rebounded by Abby Hearn. Gets up to Casey in the left wing. Back up to Hearn. Dishes it down to Somalis. Driving in. Zerman. Spin move. Right-handed layup off the right block. It's good. Golden Bears getting to the paint very well. 62-47. And they're on a run. 6.50 remaining in this one. Just can't let that lead slip, Tommy. That's the biggest. Franklin. Driving in from the foul line. Gets over to the right block. Puts it up. No good. Rebounded by Samalis. Up to Zerman. It's going to bring it past the timeline. Kutztown settling up. 6.25 remaining in the game. 62-47. Zerman. Jab step. Pump fake. Down the Hearn. Mid-range jumper. It's good. From 14 feet out. Abby Hearn gets another mid-range jumper to fall. And it looks like we're going to have a on-the-floor foul by the Mountain Cats. So Kutzan's going to keep possession. They're going to keep possession after the shot. Casey's going to inbound the ball from under the basket. Referee's going to get together. Now Naya is going to do the inbounds. Inbounds it to Zerman on the left wing. Back up to Naya. Step back three. Off the front of the rim, no good. Six minutes remaining in this one. 64-47 Golden Bears. Starting to pull away with it. Tasek drives in, loses her dribble. Ball is going to roll. Looks like it's going to be off of a Golden Bear hands. And the Mountain Cats are going to keep possession. 15 seconds remaining on the shot clock. And down to Fasik. Gets a screen. Hands off to Bosch. He gives it to Hayden Taylor. Knocks down the three. Another big time three from the Mountain Cats. They're shooting well from out there. 64 to 50. Golden Bears hanging on the possession. Or the lead, excuse me. Abby Hearn. Gets the ball stolen in the post. Mountain Cats, five on four. Another block 
by the Golden Bears. Bella Curry this time getting up and blocking Hayden Saylor who is going for a three on the transition. It's Kutztown defense. They get their hands on everything. They're holding strong. Great transition play by the Golden Bears. Down a player. Whereas Abby Hearn lost her balance. Doesn't matter. Still get the block. Now they get a chance to reset. Cottoncats looking for the inbounds. They get to Margolis. Gets it down to Taylor. He's going to slow it up. Gets it to the right wing. Ball knocked loose. Recovered. Eight seconds on the shot clock. For three. No good. Mountain Cats. Unable to convert. It's not bringing up the floor. That's Naya. Slowing it down. Gets it to Pearson. Who gets it up to a Curry. They're going to settle. Back to Naya on the left wing. Somalis now in the post. To Bella. To Pearson. Back to Bella. Eight seconds on the shot clock. Try to get down Somalis and that's stolen. Mount Cats in transition. And we're going to get a charge. Bella Curry able to get her feet set. Taking the charge on the fast break. Gets possession back for the Golden Bears. What a terrific defensive play by Bella Curry. Able to get into the paint, get her feet set, and take the charge. I mean, that's just textbook defense right there. You see you see them coming, planting your feet, take the charge. That's, that's taking one for the team right there. So, adding on to my point about the, the fouls right here. So, let's take a deeper dive into this. Zerman with three. Hearn with three. Smells is also with three. Ramoldi's at one. Casey, excuse me. Shannon's at two. Arcuri's at one. Gersh is at one. For Pitt Johnstown, Franklin's at three, which she's basically the one person you want to keep on the floor because she's the most aggressive one, I would say, Tommy. Yes. I would agree with you there. Looking as well, Fasik is at three. Dominic is at three as well. Bosch is at two. And... Your top scores. Taylor has none. Alizus has one. And, I mean, all I got to say about fellas is you can't take them home with you. No, you cannot. You cannot. They don't carry you over from game to game. So, you got you got a couple fouls still left to give. But if it's going to come down to fouling to stop the clock, you've got to be careful with who fouls who, I would say. That's, yes. that's the biggest plan of attack right here. No, it's only four minute, four twenty-one remaining. Both teams have managed their fouls well. As Naya inbounds it under the basket to Zerman, looking to bring up the floor. Mountain Cats bringing out a press of their own. Gets it to Naya in transition. She's got room over the Samales. Back over the Casey Akure Zerman. Back to Naya. Left corner three. No good off the front of the rim. Rebounded by Samales. Tries to get the pass out. That's tipped. Stolen by the Mountain Cats. And another charge taken by Bella Akure. Gets her feet down again. Gets set and takes another charge. Some terrific defensive work from the Golden Bears. Inbound back up to Naya. Ball is tipped. Recovered. Casey. Gets it over to, to Zerman. 
Mountain Cats playing out on the wing. Not letting any free looks. Naya passes it down to Smalles. Over to Zerman. Drives in. Pull up. Gets the rebound. Another rebound. Second shot. Not going to go. Smalles. Back out to Bella. Gets it over to Naya who's going to walk. It's going to be a turnover by the Golden Bears on the travel. 3.23 remaining in this one. I mean, all game, you can feel the energy from both the Kutztown bench and the Kutztown crowd. Down low. That was Camille Dominic. Tried the outgo from the right block. Unable to for the Mountain Cats. Golden Bears taking it back up the floor. Casey from the right wing. Drives in. Left-handed layup. Gets the foul. It's going to send her to the foul line. And the problem right now that Pitt Jonestown is, is running into, Tommy, is they're at four. Uh, uh, team four with 2.58 left to play. So at this, po- the first. At, at this point, all they need is one more. They're, every foul, Kutztown goes to life for two. Yes. That's that's something Kutztown, that's an advantage they have in their back pocket right there. Casey misses both free throws. Not something she's done much this year. Lead remains at 14 as the Mountain Cats bring up the floor. Hit Johnstown, moving it around. Job step there by Dominic. Nice trap there by the Golden Bears. Five seconds on the shot clock. For three, Bella Bosch. No good off the front of the rim. Rebounded Zerman. Or excuse me, Naya. Now pass it over to Zerman. Dealing with some pressure. Gets over to Pulliam. Casey drives in. Shoots over to Zara Zerman for three. Right wing no good off the back of the rim. We have a push off on Naya Pulliam. Mountain Cats going to take possession on the loose ball foul. 2.06 remaining in this one. Golden Bears leading by 14. And I agree with Coach Hallman taking a timeout here. It just gives you a couple minutes to let your players breathe. I mean, but not only does it do that, but it also lets you set up a game plan for the these remaining two minutes and and change. So, for a question I I pose to you, I guess, Tommy, is what do you want to see from Kutztown in these next two minutes? I think we've been seeing it all game. Tight defense, intensity. I mean, they've they've gotten a little bit sloppy on the offensive end. You know, a few fouls, you know, a few turnovers, passes not going the right way. But I think they've kept that same energy. There hasn't really been a score in a few minutes here, you know, from either side. It's been a defensive battle, and I mean, you got the lead, 14, with two minutes remaining. Defense is fine. You know, you're fine keeping the lead as is. Uh, Mountcast bringing up the floor. That's Troyer. Hits the ground hard. Bit of a collision there. 
Mountain Cats going to retain possession. Inbounding. It's Camille Dominic. Detroyer. Over to Margos. Drives in. Gets it over to Bosch. Steps in. Left-handed layup. Tightly contested. Gets it to go anyway. Nice shot. 138 remaining. Kutztown leads by 12, 64-52. Zerman brings up the floor. Gets it to Casey. Over to Olivia. Back to Akure. To Naya. Over to Casey. Steps in. Left-handed layup. Off the front of the rim. No good. Gets her own rebound. Gets it back out to Zara. Minute nine remaining in this one. Good sign. Got to be fine taking clock here. So moving the ball around well along the arc. Zerman drives in. Gets it to Olivia Somalius. Mid-range jumper. No good off the front of the rim. Johnstown bringing up the floor. Shoots a bounce pass. It's going to bounce off the foot of a Golden Bear. It's going to cause an inbound for the Mountain Cats. Under the basket. Johnstown moving around, driving in. That's Charles who is blocked again. The blocks have been outstanding by the Golden Bears. 35 seconds remaining in this one. Golden Bears moving the ball around. You got to think they're fine just holding it, Josh. And I'm one of those people, Tommy. I always say it's not over until it's over, but I think it might be. Yeah, 12-point lead with 20 seconds remaining and possession. Three seconds on the shot clock. Two, one. They're just going to take the violation, which Coach Justin Hallman is fine with. 13 seconds remaining. And barring a miracle from Johnstown, this one's over. Eight seconds. Down the five. Driving in. That was Camille Dominique. It's going to be fouled on the shot. It's going to send it to the foul line. She is shooting 72% from the foul line so far this year. 4.7 remaining in the game. Casey Romali is going to get subbed out to a great ovation from the Kutztown faithful here at Keystone Arena. Camille sinks for first. Sixty-four, fifty-three, Golden Bears lead. Camille sinks to second. Kutztown gets the inbound, and they're just going to hold it, dribble it out, and the Golden Bears pick up part one of the two-part doubleheader here today. Sixty-four, fifty-four. Women's basketball gets it done, and they're going to advance to four and seven on the year, two and three in the conference, and they knock off eight and two Pitt Johnstown, well eight and three now, and sends them to three and two. So Kutztown, like we said, far from out of the you know far from out of the playoff picture, as they have a big win. You know they were seventh in the conference coming into this one. You know you got to think this win, you know. 
Might just jump him up to six, where it's right where you need to be for tournament play. It, it uh, this type of win does a lot. You take it into the new gear. It's a turning of the page, right? And you're inching closer to that 500 mark. Once you get to that 500 mark, it looks a lot better for your playoff hopes. And plus two, it, it does a lot for your team. It gets a couple of wins together. It gets your momentum up. It gets your your positiveness, <laughs> I guess you could say, up. I don't even know if that's a word, but... It sounds it, like it. it. It does. Close enough. It, close enough. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, but it, it, it gets the morale of the team up. And that's exactly what Coach Hallman and company were looking for. Yes. Just a, a fresh start for a team. You know, I I think the correct term we can use is small but mighty. That's what this team is. They're small but they're mighty. It's it's an eleven woman roster that you know they're they're coming ready to play each and every week. You know, I'm right there with you, Josh. I mean, two. Back-to-back wins for our Colton Bears women's team to close out 2023. You know, heading into 2024, all the momentum in the world. All that matters is what's in front of you. That's all you can control. They set the tone well, and they're going to start. I think they're going to start off 2024 with some great basketball. Absolutely. See here now, music starting to blare. This is a doubleheader, part two getting ready to get underway as both men's teams hit the floor start to warm up get their layup lines going we'll take a quick break and when we come back we'll do our pregame show for the for part two of our doubleheader hi this is officer bob bickham from the reading police department my department will be joining in nighttime operations to enforce pennsylvania's seatbelt law and crack down on impaired drivers These types of crashes contribute to hundreds of injuries and fatalities each year. Remember your seatbelt is your first line of defense against impaired drivers. Click it or ticket, day and night, two tickets, two fines.
Just remember what I showed you. Yep. There was a bunny who had one big ear and another big ear. They looped and looped 
made a bow and the bunny hopped away. I did it! Oh, good job, kiddo. Now let's tie your other shoe. The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 1-877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Keystone Arena for part two of our Saturday doubleheader one day before 2024. Kutztown women's team we saw just before this beat Pitt Johnstown 64-54 in a hard-fought defensive matchup. Now the Kutztown men's team looking to see if they can repeat what they just saw the women's team do. But Josh, this has been a rough rough season so far for the Golden Bears. 1-9. They won their first out-of-conference game. Have not won since. 0-4 in the conference. You know, but Pitt Johnstown, on the other hand, they're also not having the season they expected to have. 3-7. You know, overall 1-3 in conference play. These are two teams that have really struggled so far in 2023 and are both looking to start 2024 with a huge win in PSAC play. You know, Josh, the Golden Bears finished 11-17 and 17 last season. You know, not a great season, but certainly had a lot of upside. But this year, they have eight freshmen. Eight. That is a ton for any team. Not to mention, they have been beat up by the injury bug. Both of their top scorers, Jalen Bryant and Yamir Satterfield, are out. They are also out. Tyler Koenig and Makai Schillingford. Eight players suited up to play today for the Golden Bears. I'd be hard-pressed to find any team that would not have struggles with eight players, let alone a team with as many freshmen and young players that the Golden Bears have. Josh, what do you think? Well, I definitely think you did mention a solid point with saying it's tough when you only have eight guys suited to play. I mean, that's that's tough. Um, and not to mention, to your top scorer and Jalen Bryant's done for the year. I mean, with I, I we're not going to speak on any type of injuries because we're not doctors by any stretch of the imagination. But that's a that's a tough loss right there. Um, there's no two ways about it. But I mean, the Golden Bears they've they've struggled now for a couple of years. Through the last three seasons, 2021 to 2022, 2022 to 2023, 2023 to 2024, a total of 21 combined wins over those three seasons. It's it's been a rough couple of years for this program, but it's a young team. They got a great outlook on the program. They're ready to make a difference. It's just they don't have that veteran experience. Last season, it was a little bit different because you had Robert Tucker. I don't know if you ever got to watch film on him. If you, if you ever get a minute, watch the film on Robert Tucker. It was the big key factor in the Golden Bears offense. But without him, without Brian, those are your two top scorers right there. And that you, you graduated Robert Tucker. Brian's out for the year. I mean... It's not looking good for this team. Let's let's be honest with ourselves. But I don't know if you ever heard the saying, um, any given night. That's what it comes down to. 
Um, so I, I think any given night, this team can come ready to play. It's whoever ha whoever has the more heart. Getting off to a quick start. Do we even mention to you? Had a chance to talk to uh, Coach Driscoll. He's gonna use those timeouts wisely. He's gonna use them at a premium to get his players that rest that they need. So it's interesting to see with only eight players, he's gonna have to use all eight. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I talked with Coach Driscoll a couple times so far this year. And I mean, this team, you talked about heart. They got a lot of it. They practice hard and they play hard. You'll see it in their games, you know. It's not, their struggles have not been for lack of effort. That that would be a problem if there was, you know, if there was no effort from the team. They're not, they got a ton of heart. And this is a team that believes, they believe in themselves. You know, they're a young squad. They got a lot of things stacked against them. But they got heart. They got heart, and they, and, you know, they've had a couple of young guys, you know, who are still making these adjustments from the high school game to, you know, Division II college basketball is quite the jump. But they've had people step up. Uh, you know, Brendan Boyle, who has taken over the starting point guard role. And uh, Cameron Roberts, who's had, you know, a good start. And we're going to briefly step away for the national anthem for the start of this one. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location? In the forest near the side of the road. No need for alarm, sir. The forest is where bears live. But this was no ordinary bear. No ordinary bear? Yeah, one second I'm having a smoke taken in the view. Next thing I know, I am face-to-face -face with Smokey Bear. Let me guess, Smokey had a tip for you. He did. He must have seen me toss my cigarette on the ground. He told me never to do that because it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. He's a smart bear. Did you know that 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans? That means 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented. That's what Smokey said. I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous, and you're not. Good point. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Because 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. You may be hearing about people having trouble making mortgage payments and risking losing their homes. Many of them just aren't aware of the options that can prevent foreclosure. There are many options available to homeowners, such as repayment and forbearance plans, loan modifications, and even refinancing. Where does someone go for help? They should talk directly with their lender or a qualified HUD-approved counseling agency. Both can provide helpful information without charging a fee. According to PMI Mortgage Insurance Company, it's not a good idea to pay for services that you can get for free from a lender or a qualified nonprofit counseling agency. To learn more, visit homesafepmi.com or call HUD at 1-800-569-4287 for a counseling agency near you. That's 1-800-569-4287. This message is brought to you by PMI, supporting sustainable home ownership that strengthens communities. Change a light bulb, save some green. Just replace traditional light bulbs with energy-efficient bulbs and fixtures. If you're like most people, 20% of your home electric bills go directly to lighting. Every light we switch to one bearing the government's Energy Star label uses at least two-thirds less energy than older bulbs. 
Such a light will save more than $30 in energy costs over its lifetime. Brighten your environmental future from the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there. You can say how while you will get a fake tattoo. You can ask with an app if it works for you. You could write him a text or knit him a sweater. If you can't be together, you could write him a letter. Chat on the game, kick off your flip-flops. You can ask on your couch while you binge watch. However you do it, you gotta ask a friend. And if they don't share, you can ask again. Reach out to a friend about their mental health. Learn how you can help at SeizeTheAwkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Keystone Arena right here. Kutztown University. Part two of our two-part basketball doubleheader right before the new year. Golden Bears getting ready for the tip. Glassmacher, Golden Bears in their gold uniforms. Johnstown wearing their blue. Johnstown wins the tip. Leaning up the floor. That's Shaw. He was highlighted as a big threat. Shot over to Ryan Smith, who lost the ball. It was a die for it. That's going to be a loose ball foul. On Cameron Roberts, the redshirt sophomore from Towson, Delaware. Bernie Driscoll not agreeing with the call. I not at all. Oh, Cats bringing, up, moving the ball around. Scholl shoots it over the Crompton. Gets it down low. The headings who stepped out of bounds, forcing the turnover there for the Mountcats. Cook sounds going to take possession. Boyle and Downs it gets it right back. Facing the press. Zone side of the floor. Kutztown gets it up. Gets past the press. They're gonna slow it down. Ricketts Jr. Pass it to Boyle. Gets after the ball. Glassmacher brings it down to Roberts. Play is gonna be stopped. Officials getting together. Yeah, there was a problem with the shot clock, Tommy. It, it looked like once Kutztown retook possession, it got reset to 30 when it should have been reset to 20. Um, so That clock has been corrected. Boyle has got the ball to the right wing. Sit down to Roberts. Drives in. Right-handed layup. No good. Johnstown comes down with a rebound, moving it up the floor. Moving around the wing. That's Shaw. Luzicelli. Over to Kromaka. Nuncats moving it well. Smith 
Driving in from the left wing. Out to Andrew Scholl. He's a dangerous shooter. Not going to get it there. Circles the rim and out. Rebounded by the Golden Bears. McGee drives in. Left-handed floater. No good. Rebounded by Johnstown. Flies up the court and it's stolen by Boyle. Gets it right back for the Golden Bears. Boyle slowing it down. We're getting close to the two-minute mark in this game and we're still waiting for our first basket. Not just from Kutztown, from both teams. Very defensive game so far. Ricketts pulls up from mid-range. No good. Bounce off the front of the room. Gets his own rebound. Step back. Shot clock resets. Gets over to McGee for three. No good off the back of the rim. Some higher percentage looks from both teams here. Not able to get it the fall. Cats. Right wing. Download the headings. Spin move. Gets it up. And we have our first score on this one. Gavin Headings. Knocks it down for Johnstown. Full court press. Stan bringing up the floor. That was McGee, who travels, trying to get away from the double team near half court. That's going to be another turnover for the Golden Bears. Scholl. This is Digicelli. At the Kromaka. Down low the headings. Bounces no good. Glassmacher tips the rebound over the boil. Moving it up. Glassmacher right wing loses the pass and that goes out of bounds. Another turnover by the Golden Bears. A tough start to this game. When you only got eight players, you need a big start. Because chances are you might run out of gas later on in this one. You want a lead to be able to protect. Yeah, no doubt about it, Tommy. We talked about that in the pregame show. Getting off to that quick start and this is not the quick start that Kutztown was looking for. Show moves down to Smith. Back to Scholl in the post. Oh, my goodness. Hard contact. Passes it over to the corner. To Kromanka. Boyle hit the ground hard. Looks like he's going to be okay. That's going to be a foul on Boyle. It's going to be blocking. Scholl is going to get a protected foul shot. Sinks it. Johnstown is going to retain possession. No, they're not. Kutztown is going to take possession. Turn down to Glassmacher, back to Boyle. Boyle back to Glassmacher. To Boyle again. Fires it to Roberts to Glassmacher. Some good ball movement. Three on three. Ricketts Jr. to Boyle. To Glassmacher. Corner three. Circles the drain and out. No good. Johnstown brings it back up to four. 16-31 remaining. 3-0 Johnstown. Kromaka drives in. Right-handed layup. Gets it to go and one. That's going to send Will Kromaka to the line. 6'3 sophomore. From Monroeville, Pennsylvania. Shooting 95% from the foul line so far this year. And he misses it. 5 nothing. The score remains. Golden Bears 
16 minutes left in the half. Another turnover. Another foul. This time it's going to be on Rickage Jr. Thought Ryan Smith on the fast break. Tried to get up there. Going to make it burn it at the foul line. Sinks the first foul shot. Ryan Smith, the 6'3 junior from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. He's shooting 86% from the line. I mean, this is a good free throw shooting team, Josh. You're not going to want to send them to the line too often. This is the second, as I say, that off the back of the rim. Smith gets the re his own rebound, gets it back to Shoal. He just hit down the headings. In the post, drives over, back to Smith. Drives in, slips on the foul line, loses his footing, and that's going to be a travel. We're going to have a timeout on the floor. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after these messages. If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there. You can say how while you will get a fake tattoo. You can ask with an app if it works for you. You can write him a text or knit him a sweater. If you can't be together, you can write him a letter. Chat on the game, kick off your flip flops. You can ask on your couch while you binge watch. However, you do it, you gotta ask a friend. And if they don't share, you can ask again. Reach out to a friend about their mental health. Learn how you can help at SeizeTheAwkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. Welcome back. Men's basketball here on KUR. Good sound with the inbounds. Ricketts Jr. taking up the floor. Loses control trying to get it to Amir Cunningham. Ball was tipped out by Johnstown. And just taking a look at this, Tommy. I mean, we're four minutes, four seconds into the game. And Klitschstein still doesn't have a, a bucket. So if there was ever a time that Klitschstein needed a basket, it would probably be about now. Got to get the momentum going. Ricketts Jr. trying to end the drought. No good on the right-handed layout. Tightly contested. Was not able to get it to go. Johnstown brings it back up the floor. Moving it around. That's Uccelli. Back over to Shaw. Some good ball movement around the wing. 13 seconds on the shot clock. Down catch for three. That was Uccelli, unable to get the fall. Rebounded by the Golden Bears. Boyle drives in. Right-handed layup, no good. Rebounded down there by McGee. Gets it up in to go in. Jaden McGee from the left block gets our first points of the game. Golden Bears trail, 2-6. 15-10 remaining in the first half. Johnstown moving it around. Smith drives in from the left wing. Floater gets it to go. Ryan Smith. Keep with the press. Ricketts Jr. driving up. Fast break situation. 
Gets the lay-in to go. Brent Merkich Jr. gets on the board. His first bucket of the day. Golden Bears. Trail by four. 14-35 remaining in the first half. Smith. Another drive to the paint. No good. Rebounded by Ricketts Jr. Springing up the floor. Looking to slow it down a little bit. That's Roberts. Over to McGee. Back over to Boyle. Boyle, long range three. No good off the front of the rim. Rebounded by Mountcats. Nice drive in there. No good. By Blinsky. Rickage Jr. gets the fast break pass. And gets it to go. 6-8. to eight. Golden Bears starting to get rolling. Moving in transition well. Not out of it yet. Not out of it yet. They were never really out of it, though, Tommy. I think we could both agree on that. They no, just yeah. needed a couple of, of buckets to fall. Headings. Fadeaway from the block. Gets it to go. Gavin Headings. Mountain Cats causing some damage from down low. Keeping up with the full court press. Goodstone gets it across the timeline. Boyle's pass for Cunningham. It's going to be tipped and head out of bounds. Golden Bears retain possession. We talked about how Kutztown only has eight players to work with that are suited up for today. I mean, Pitt-Jonestown, they only have ten. So while it does provide some sort of advantage, it's not much of a difference, really. Roberts driving in. Nine seconds on the shot clock. Gives it off to McGee. McGee over the cutting hand. Pump fakes. Drives in. Foul on the floor. Blocking. On Johnstown. It's going to be their first foul of the day. Roberts with the inbounds. It's to Pagan. Pagan to Ricketts Jr. 14 seconds on the shot. Ricketts Jr. loses his dribble. Lost the dribble. Vinny Cugini, who double dribbled, trying to get something going in transition for the Mountain Cats. And Kutztown's going to get possession right back. Look at Junior inbounding on his own. Pagan, bring it up, gets a screen from Cunningham. Over the corner, that's Roberts. To McGee. Back to Pagan. Up to Cunningham. Five seconds on the shot clock. Cunningham drives in. Tightly contested. Gets it up from the left block and to go. Golden Bears cut the lead to two. 8-10. 12-35 remaining in the first half. And Cats moving in the rounds. That's Schessler. Push it down to Watts. Back up to... Takush loses his dribble, regains it. Battle for the loose ball. And he got it down to Cugini, who got the shot and the foul. And now looking at this, Tommy, I mean, Jam's already at two. Yeah, Roberts picks up his second foul. 
Driscoll is going to have him take a seat. Trying to keep him out of some foul trouble. Scudini converts him a three-point play. Brings the lead to five. Golden Bears trail 8-13. Moving it fast. Quick tempo. Cunningham drives in. Gets it back out to Ricketts Jr. who fires from the right wing for three. No good off the front of the rim. Rebounded by the Mountain Cats. Moving up the floor. Trying to get Nick Watts in the paint. Tightly contested by the Golden Bears. Moving it around the wing. Back up to Watts. Tipped out of bounds by Juju Pagan. Some good defense. And there's a timeout on the floor. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after these messages. If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there. You could say how while you will get a fake tattoo. You could ask with an app if it works for you. You could write him a text or knit him a sweater. If you can't be together, you could write him a letter. Whatever, whatever, whatever is you talking Chat on the game, kick off your flip-flops. You can ask on your couch while you binge watch. However you do it, you gotta ask a friend. And if they don't share, you can ask again. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking. Reach out to a friend about their mental health. Learn how you can help at SeizeTheAwkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. Welcome back. Men's basketball here on KUR. Golden Bears trail by five. 13-8 the score to the Pitt-Johnstown Mountain Cats. 11.50 remaining in the first half. Cats on the inbounds. Gets it over. That's Watts. Go to Schessler. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Mountain Cats moving around. Pull up three. No good by Elijah Schessler. Rebounded by the Golden Bears. Gets up to Cunningham. Left wing. Gets it back to Pagan. Pagan for three. No good. Rebounded by the Mountain Cats. It's been a high-tempo game so far. Down low. Cugini gets it to Watts. Gets it going from the left block. Golden Bears struggling to contain. Pitt Johnstown in the paint. Ricketts Jr. bringing up the floor. Double teams. Gets it to Cunningham. Johnstown's going to be called on the block. The second team foul for the Mountain Cats. Substitution coming in for the Golden Bears. Glassmacher is going to replace McGee. Mere Cunningham on the inbounds. Gets up to Boyle. Right wing drives in, in the post. Gets down the glass mocker, spins left-handed layup, it's good. 15-10, Golden Bears cut the lead to five. 10-44 remaining. Mountain Cats bring it past the timeline. 
Gets over to Ryan Cush, and that's stolen by Pagan. If he can keep it in bounds, and he can't. Good. Ball bounces out of bounds. Almost had a great fast break. Heads up play by Juju Pageant now. Pagan, excuse me. Looked awfully close, Tommy. It could have been a big play for the Golden Bears. It could have been a, a play that would have given Kutzon a lot of momentum, Tommy. Definitely. Here. No other way to say it. Mount Cats moving it around. They got a 4-1 set. Driving in. Over the headings. Wasn't ready for it. Golden Bears going to get the steal. Hagan gets it over to Ricketts Jr. in the corner for three. No good off the front of the rim. Rebounded by Mount Cats. Puts down. Not able to get their three-point shot going. 0 for 4 on the day so far. Pump fake. Cugini off the front of the rim. No good. Gets it back up. And he's fouled. Andy Cugini heading back to the line for two. 9.58 remaining in the first half. You know, Josh, both teams have yet to hit a three-point shot. Kutztown's 0 for 5. Johnstown's 0 for 4. The refs are going to switch it. It's going to be a floor foul instead of a shooting foul. So the inbound over to Andrew Scholl. Not able to get the first three of the game as it bats off the back of the rim. Rebound Pagan. Drives in. Right-handed layup. It's good. On the... Downcast moving up tempo quick. Back down to Gavin Headings. Left-handed hook shot. It's good. 17-12 the score. Golden Bears trail. Cunningham drives in. Tightly contested over the Pagan. Pagan puts it up, but it's blocked right around the left elbow. Rebounded by the Mountain Cats, bringing it back up. Moving the ball around the wing, around the perimeter. Headings, another lay-in, and he gets it to go. Is it off the backboard? 19-12, scoring this one. Golden Bears, Glassmacher, corner three, gets, gets it to go. Ryan Glassmacher knocks down the three, and that is our first three-point shot of the game with 8.53 remaining in the first half. Golden Bears 15, Johnstown Mountain Cats 19. Josh, what are you seeing? I mean, they struggled to get off to that fast start, which we would have liked. I wish they would have gotten off to that strong start, but they're making it up, making up for it right now. Excuse me. I think they just need to keep on the more fast pace. My only concern is how long can they keep it up? For? That's the problem. You only have an eight-man bench that you can go to, which Coach Driscoll did not use all eight of his players. Meeker still not still did not come in. So, I mean, that's that's one that's another key asset you have still on the bench. Still got a fresh player down there. And on top of that, 
you still... You still have Amir Cunningham. Cunningham didn't come in yet. Headings gets the right block. No good. Gets his own rebound. Puts it back out of the air. Ball rebound. Glassmacher. Macher brings it back out, and there's Cunningham. Left wing. Spins. Gets over to Pagan. Pagan right wing to Cunningham. Top of the key. Hesitates. Drives in. Right-handed layup. Tightly contested. Gets it to go. 17-19. Golden Bears bringing the game back within two. Eight minutes remaining in the first half. Also moving around. Andrew Scholl. Left wing three. Rattles the rim and no good. Another rebound by the Golden Bears. Cunningham for three. Left wing. Gets it again. Amir Cunningham starting to heat up. First lead of the day for the Golden First Bears. First lead of the day for the Golden Bears. Johnstown trying to get something going to their own. Andrew Scholl, mid-range jumper again. And Scholl is someone that we were talking about was going to be a big threat for this Kutztown, for this Kutztown defense, and they've shut him down. Hagan drives in, gets the foul. And he's going to head to the foul line for two. And what you said, here comes a timeout. And when we get back, Juju Pagan is going to head to the foul line. Josh, Amir Cunningham, he's starting to get hot. And that's exactly what they were looking for. They were just looking to get on a, on a long drive with a couple of baskets, starting to string them together. But one of the points that I wanted to make was, and you, and you kind of touched on it very briefly, we talked a lot about Andrew Scholl and what he's going to do. The scouting report on him is, I would say, close to about a quarter of a page. And lo looking at Coach Driscoll's game plan, best player on the floor, and he, he, he controls the point, he'll run the team. He's only He only has a point from the free throw line. That was it. He he's really cold right now. Yeah, he's looking. He's struggling to say the least. Yeah, he's I, I I don't think there's any other way to say it. So I think what Kutztown needs to do is keep the defense on him. If you push the defense on him, that's going to really limit what he does. Yeah, don't let their best player, you know, get those open looks. He looks real uncomfortable right now. He's trying to push shots that aren't really there. And then you're not to credit to some great defensive play by the Golden Bears. Only eight guys on their bench, but they're fighting hard. We said it with the women's team, small but mighty. Sorry to cut you off there. Yeah, it's, okay. a small, it's a small team, but they're mighty. They're, yeah. they're coming ready to play. Hagan's going to head back to the foul line. 62% from the free throw line this year as he sinks his first. Again, 6'3", freshman. From Toby Hanna, Pennsylvania. Sinks the second foul shot. That's going to bring Kutztown lead the three. Biggest of the game so far. Ball is poked loose by Pagan. Almost keeps it in bounds. A great hustle play. It's going to go back to the Mountain Cats. And you have to like the aggressiveness, right? You have to like it. For sure. Again, the inbound is tipped away. 
by the Golden Bears. They are not giving Johnstown any room to breathe. And specifically Scholl. I mean, he is... Yeah, Scholl has been a non-factor so far. Here's Headings. Loses his dribble briefly. Regains it. Cutting hands on him. Gives it back to Scholl. Boyle not giving him any space. Scholl moves it back to Smith. Smith drives in. Not able to get the layup to go. Battle for the rebound. Johnstown comes down with it. Circling the drain. And falls on the second chance shot. So Will Kromaka gets it to go. And has a chance to make it a three-point play and tie this game. 6.52 remaining in the first half. Sinks it and we're tied. 22-22. And you talked about it. Will Meeker making his first appearance in this one. He's a sophomore from Orfield, Pennsylvania. The Parkland product. Good sound is now used. All active players. McGee bringing up the floor. Dishes over the Boyle. Boyle pump fakes. Drives in. Back to Meeker. Meeker to Pagan. Pagan spins. Gives it back to Meeker. To McGee. McGee, balls poke loose. Six seconds on the shot clock. McGee drives in. Left-handed floater. No good. Rebounded by the Mountain Cats. Bringing back up the floor. Puts down. Settling on defense. Making some adjustments. Cunningham closes out on Gavin Headings, who misses the mid-range jump shot. Rebounded by the Golden Bears. Boyle drives in. Nice move. Pump fakes. Gets it back to Meeker. Top of the key. Meeker drives in. Pump fakes over to Cunningham. Cunningham drives in. Back door. Gets the foul on the layup. A nice baseline drive by Amir Cunningham to get himself to the line. Cunningham, top scorer so far. He's got seven. And we're talking about Andrew Shaw. I mean, we... I, I think it goes without saying we praised him in the pregame show for all the works he's doing. And I'm not saying he's, you know, not Other the player. This is the first. Not the player we, we thought he would be. Because the problem with him is he could get hot at any moment in time. That's the problem yeah. with him. But right now, r- right now, Kutztown is just extremely limiting his participation in the game. He's o- he only has a point in NFL. I mean, his, his box score... Yeah, makes the second foul shot. His box score doesn't show much. Golden Bears retake the lead. 23-22, 5-50 remaining in the first half. Scholl, bring the ball up the floor, moving it around. Smith's got it now, top of the key. Smith gets it back. Scholl, jab steps, pulls up mid-range from the elbow. Again, off the front of the rim and no good. Ball's going to go out. Hagan makes a start. Mark play right, was right near it. Let's it go out. He knew it was shot, you know, from Johnstown. And Kutztown's going to take possession. Hagan inbounds at the boil. Gives it right back. Hagan moves up the floor. Dishes it to Meeker. Meeker to McGee. McGee drives in. Gets the floater from the left block to go. 25-22 Golden Bears. 
they've shaken off that rough start. Smith to Kromaka. This is down to Watts. We're going to have a whistle. And one person I, I forgot to mention, too. I mean, we're talking about Schultz being locked down defensively. I mean, Brendan Boyle is just doing a great job. I yes. mean, I don't even think great is the right word to describe it. Watts. I think this is the first free throw. Kutztown is in the bonus. So any foul from now on is going to be one and one. 4.47 remaining in the half. Kutztown leads by three. Hagan gives it to Boyle. Boyle pump fakes. Steps back to the right corner. Gives it over to Meeker. He's in that to a cutting McGee. Gets the layup to go. Nice ball movement by the Golden Bears to extend the lead to five. Turn counts on the inbounds. Puts down going with a press. Giving them a hard time getting past half court. Kromaka drives in from the left wing. Gets down to the elbow. Smith tried to dish it down to Watts, but he lost the dribble. Up, and then we got it up and down. Another good defensive play by the Golden Bears. That's going to force another turnover by the Mountain Lions. Hagan's going to have a seat. Ricketts Jr. is going to take his place. Different substitutions coming in now for both squads. Full court press look. McGee's going to isolate. He's got time. Gives it to Cunningham. Goes up. Gets the foul. Almost got the layup, but just rolled out of the rim. And Cunningham's going to head back to the line. He's I, gonna, I almost shoot too. I almost myself got excited for a second there, Tommy. I I think you saw me. I thought it, I thought it was going to be good for the bucket and the foul, but just missed it. But, I mean, that's that's the aggressive offense that Coach Bernie Driscoll is looking for. He's looking for the aggressiveness. Cunningham rattles the first foul shot, but it does fall. Cunningham's got nine. Sinks the second foul shot, and he's got ten. 29-22. Golden Bears lead. 4-0-4 remaining in the first half. Inbound goes to Schessler. So bringing up Boyle on him. Also trying to get something going top of the key. Gets it on the Watts. Back to Chesler. Cutting hands on him now. Back in the paint to Watts. Boyle's on a bit of a mismatch there. And the Mountain Cats capitalize. 29-24. Golden Bears lead by five. Ricketts Jr. brings it up. Gives it to Boyle. Back to Ricketts Jr. Bristol giving some instructions to his team. Calling an offensive play. Cutting him gets the pick. Ricketts Jr. drives in. Right-handed floater from the block. No good. Rebounded. Five-on-four situation here on the fast break. Nice tip by Cunningham. Give his defense a chance to reset. And we're going to have a timeout here. 
I pitch Johnstown. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after these messages right here on KUR. Hi, this is Officer Bob Bickham from the Reading Police Department. My department will be joining in nighttime operations to enforce Pennsylvania seatbelt law and crack down on impaired drivers. These types of crashes contribute to hundreds of injuries and fatalities each year. Remember your seatbelt is your first line of defense against impaired drivers. Click it or ticket day and night. Two tickets, two fines. I lost my vision five years ago. They called it macular degeneration. I called it devastating. Thought I'd never read again. But then she discovered Talking Books, a free program through the Library of Congress's National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. Keeping me connected to my world? Now you're talking. This year, the Talking Book and Braille program celebrates 80 years of delivering books and magazines right to the doorsteps of those unable to read the printed word. Whatever you're into, there's so much to choose. Letting me read what all my friends are reading, too. Now you're talking. Any individual unable to read regular print due to blindness, low vision, or physical handicap is eligible. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Part two of our basketball doubleheader here on KUR. Inbounds. That goes to Shessler. Shessler is called on the walk. That's going to be another turnover for for the Mountain Cats. That's been a bit of a problem for them so far today. Mountain Cats have six turnovers so far in this one. And down goes to Boyle. Boyle's got four assists so far in this one. Brings it up. Loses his dribble. Regains it. Ball's on the floor. Gets it to Cunningham. Who gets it down to Meeker? Meeker pump fakes, goes up, gets the shot and the foul, and he's gonna head to the line with a chance to convert a three-point play. A nice play by Amir Cunningham to find Meeker down low, and an even better pump fake to get himself some space and get the foul and the shot. Meeker, before this game, only averaged about seven minutes a game. You got to imagine that time's gonna go up with all the injuries that Kutztown has. 50% from the foul line this year. Misses the shot, and it's going to bounce off of the leg of a mountain cat, and Kutztown's going to get possession under their own basket. McGee on the inbounds. Gets down to Meeker. Loses the dribble, but it bounces off the leg of Vinny Cugini of the Mountain Cats, and they're going to get the inbound right back. 19 seconds on the shot clock, 2.49 remaining in the half. Rickett Jr. gets the inbound, gets it up to Boyle, top of the key. Settling down, gets it to Cunningham. Cunningham, step drive, Boyle gets it to McGee. McGee for three, left wing, bounce off the back of the rim. Mika with the rebound. Shot clock going to reset. That's not moving the ball around. Looking for a good look. Cunningham. McGee. Foul line jumper. Again, can't get the fall. Stolen by Boyle. Gets the ball right back to Ricketts Jr. Goes up. Gets the layup. And finally, Kutztown gets some points. Off of that possession. 33-24 is the score. 
Golden Bears trying to snap a nine-game losing streak. Two minutes remaining. Boyle tightly contested on Scholl. Fadeaway jumper again, no good. Rebounded by Eddings. Puts it back up. Misses again. Rebounded by the Golden Bears. That was Meeker. Gives it off to Boyle. Boyle going to slow it up. Driscoll shouting out some adjustments. Gives it to Cunningham. Gives it right back to Boyle. Right wing three by Boyle. Rattles the rim and out. Almost had it. Minute 28 remaining. Fast break. Boyle tries to take the charge. Not quite going to get it. Ball goes loose. Kept in bounds. A nice effort by Elijah Shesler of the Mountcats. Gets it back under to Ryan Kush. He's going to be fouled before he takes the shot. But it doesn't matter. Golden Bears are on the bonus. It's going to be a one and one. Foul shot. Coke. Misses live ball. Rebounded by the Golden Bears. Cunningham brings up the floor. Three on three. Drives in. Right block layup. Gets the foul. Shot's not going to go, but he's going to head back to the foul line. And that's something Amir has done very well this game, is getting himself to the foul line. Both teams have eight fouls, so we're approaching the double bonus. And I briefly in the pregame show talked about, you know, the men's basketball program losing Robert Tucker to graduation. I, I mean... His shoes were filled well, I, I think, you know, with Amir Cunningham. I mean, Amir Cunningham, watching him play, he reminds me a lot of Robert Tucker, that aggressive type player that gets to the foul line, that will run those fast break points Cunningham. and can do a lot of damage in the paint. So. He sank his first shot. Ten-point lead now. Sinks the second. Cunningham's got 12. Six, six freshmen from Middletown, Delaware, having a great game. And not only is he shooting well, he's shooting efficiently. I mean, he's three for three. Every shot, every shot he's taken, he's made. Aside from, you know, where he's getting himself to the foul line. Scholl brings it back. That's Schessler. Drives in, double team by the Golden Bears. Good defense here. Cugini tried to get it up. Got it to fall from the right block. Puts that moving up quick. 44 seconds. Ricketts Jr. drives in. Boyle, corner three. No good. Mountain Cats now got a three-on-two fast break. They're going to convert, getting it down to Ryan Coop, and he gets the layup to go. 35-28. The score, Golden Bears lead. 25 seconds left in the first half. Boyle, bringing up the floor. Shoots it over to Pagan. And you got to think, Clitzhound's going to be holding for last shot here. Shot clock turned off. Pagan's going to put the ball at his hip. He left the clock down. Ten seconds remaining. Meeker back to Pagan. Gets a screen by McGee. Gets up three. To Boyle. Corner three. Off the backboard. Comes back to him. Gets it back up. Not going to go. And that's going to conclude this first half of basketball. Kutztown Golden Bears 35. Pitt Johnstown Mountain Cats 28. This is a team that started off slow. But they've really turned it up in the second half of this first half. We're going to take a break. We'll be back for our halftime show right here on KUR. I'm Officer Greg Davis with the Exeter Township Police Department. This month, my department will join Buckle Up PA, the PA Traffic Injury Prevention Project, 
and safety partners across the country to crack down on drivers who do not properly secure young riders in car seats. We will be highlighting the importance of buckling up as well as helping parents and guardians take advantage of safety resources. Law enforcement will be writing tickets to save lives. Please buckle up. I lost my vision five years ago. They called it macular degeneration. I called it devastating. Thought I'd never read again. But then she discovered Talking Books, a free program through the Library of Congress's National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. Keeping me connected to my world? Now you're talking. This year, the Talking Book and Braille program celebrates 80 years of delivering books and magazines right to the doorsteps of those unable to read the printed word. Whatever you're into, there's so much to choose. Letting me read what all my friends are reading, too. Now you're talking. Any individual unable to read regular print due to blindness, low vision, or physical handicap is eligible for Talking Books. And it's free. I lost my eyesight back in Vietnam, but Talking Books have really been there for me. The books I want on my own terms, now you're talking. To learn more about Talking Books, call the National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped at one 888 read or visit www.loc.gov nls. More than 100 million animals are illegally killed each year. Poaching is a major threat to our country's wildlife. But it's just one of the risks animals face. Pervasive and unprecedented destruction of their habitat threatens their very existence as development encroaches on our nation's remaining open spaces. The best way to protect wildlife is to protect the land on which they live. When we make their land safe and protect it from development, we help keep animals from extinction and defend fragile ecosystems. The Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust works with private landowners to protect wildlife by preserving natural habitats and establishing permanent sanctuaries. Curbing habitat loss is a daunting task, but one that must be undertaken to ensure that wildlife have the wild places they need to survive and thrive in perpetuity. To learn more, call 1-800-729-SAVE, that's 1-800-729-SAVE, or visit wildlifelandtrust.org. The bench at the corner bus stop. That little settee by the beauty parlor. When your lungs can't get much air, you don't have the energy to walk far. So all over town, from the grocery store to the bank lobby, you've mapped out places where you can stop and catch your breath. Who wants to live like that? If you have a chronic cough, wheezing, or often feel short of breath, see your doctor and find out if it's COPD. With a simple breathing test called spirometry, your doctor can tell you for sure. The sooner you know, the sooner you can start breathing better and living more. Wouldn't it be wonderful to spend more time doing the things you love and less time looking for a bench, settee, or chair? Learn more. Breathe better at copd.nhlbi.nih.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. In 1966 in Anchorage, Alaska, a talented child was born. He would go on to be one out of only 11 Alaskans to make it to the major leagues. The odds of him striking out more than 3,000 hitters? One in 33 million. The odds of this pitcher being selected to the Major League Baseball All-Star Game six times? 
one in 48 million. The odds of this fastballing philanthropist winning the World Series three times, one in three million. The odds of this man having a child diagnosed with autism, one in 110. Hi, I'm Kurt Schilling. Learn the signs of autism at autismspeaks.org. Autism is getting closer to home. From 1 in 5,000 only 20 years ago, today 1 in 110 children are diagnosed. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Autism Speaks. It's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. My son Casey was a bright, fearless 20-year-old with a boundless future ahead of him. But in the blink of an eye, he was gone. While out riding a skateboard, Casey fell. He was not wearing a helmet. Our whole family wishes he was. It could have saved his life. I'm Captain Kevin Raffelli of the San Mateo Police Department. Whether you're on campus or back home on break, strap on a helmet every time you jump on a bike or skateboard. Think of my son Casey and use your head. Put a helmet on. It could save your life. A message from the Consumer Product Safety Commission. Do you see that doggy in the shelter? Hi, I'm Buddy, the adorable puppy you adopted from the Humane Society. Meow. I'm Whiskers, a fluffy kitty, just waiting for someone to love me. When you adopt a pet, we hope your new furry friend will become a cherished member of your family. And as Buddy and Whiskers will tell you, the key to success is following the rules to love by. Woof, that's right. Please give me food, water, and exercise every day. To stay healthy, I need the same kind of things you need. Talk to me. I like hearing your voice. You're my best friend. Please don't stay mad at me or lock me up as punishment. Remember, I'm probably going to live 10 to 15 years, so take care of me when I get old. One day you'll need someone to take care of you, too. A message from the Montgomery County Humane Society. Visit www.mchumane.org for the complete rules to love by. be your best friend for life. Hi, this is Christina Ricci with RAIN. Every two minutes, another American is sexually assaulted. If you or someone you know has been sexually assaulted, you are not alone. Help is just a call or click away through the National Sexual Assault Hotline. Please call 1-800-656-HOPE, that's H-O-P-E, or visit RAIN.org, that's R-A-I-N-N dot O-R-G. Brought to you by Rain and this station. Scouting is fun. Scouting is adventurous. I shot a bow and arrow. Me and my friends, we just like planes. Camping! I went derby. Camping and fishing. My favorite part was the meteor shower. Scouting is fun. I promise to do my best. Do your best. Do your best. Do your best! (laughs) Adventures to remember. Words to live by. Be a scout. Go to scouting.org today. In 1966 in Anchorage, Alaska, a talented child was born. He would go on to be one out of only 11 Alaskans to make it to the major leagues. The odds of him striking out more than 3,000 hitters? One in 33 million. The odds of this pitcher being selected to the Major League Baseball All-Star Game six times? One in 48 million. 
The odds of this fastballing philanthropist winning the World Series three times? One in three million. The odds of this man having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 110. Hi, I'm Kurt Schilling. Learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Autism is getting closer to home. From 1 in 5,000 only 20 years ago, today 1 in 110 children are diagnosed. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Autism Speaks. It's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The bench at the corner bus stop. That little settee by the beauty parlor. When your lungs can't get much air, you don't have the energy to walk far. So all over town, from the grocery store to the bank lobby, you've mapped out places where you can stop and catch your breath. Who wants to live like that? If you have a chronic cough, wheezing, or often feel short of breath, see your doctor and find out if it's COPD. With a simple breathing test called spirometry, your doctor can tell you for sure. The sooner you know, the sooner you can start breathing better and living more. Wouldn't it be wonderful to spend more time doing the things you love and less time looking for a bench, settee, or chair? Learn more, breathe better at copd.nhlbi.nih.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Keystone Arena halftime here at part two of our two-part basketball doubleheader. Golden Bears men's team, they're winning. 35-28, have the lead over the Pitt Johnstown Mountaincats. We saw the women's team pick up a win in the game right before this, 64-54. And if this keeps up, we're going to have a clean sleep of the Mountaincats. Josh? What do you think of what we've seen so far? Well, a, a couple of things. And we talked about them while we were off the air, Tommy. I mean, it, it was the rough start hurt them a lot. The Golden, the Golden Bears specifically, the, the rough start with about four minutes of no no points hurt a lot. Um, I think we would be talking about a completely different half if Kutztown would have got some points together much quicker. I think that, I think that would have been... A little, a little bit different, Benefit, right? More beneficial. Well, yes. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and also number two, I mean, Kutztown's defense is is playing decent, right? But what I'm noticing is it's just a a quick drive, shoot, quick drive, shoot, quick drive, shoot, quick drive, shoot. There's no pass. It's a lot of those fast break plays. And my only concern is that Kutztown's going to get tired way too quickly. That's my biggest concern. Yeah, so you think they need to... I can agree. they get, they got to slow it down. they got to get good looks. I mean, we, we're, they've had some playmakers on their side of the ball. I mean, Amir Cunningham, you know, we can talk about him. Got 12 points, you know, in this half. Three for three, you know, on his clean jumpers. Five for six from the foul line. He's got a three-point shot. Um, he's playing really well. He's driving in. He's creating opportunities for himself, and he's cashing out when he gets to the rim. You know, Jade, you know, Jaden McGee is also having a good game. You know, he's he's got eight points, four and nine from the field. You know, alongside we got Glassmacher with five, Ricketts Jr. with four, Hagen with four, and then Meeker's got two. You know, he got that nice, you know, pass from Cunningham that he was able to convert on. 
you know, I think it's going to be, there's a couple people kind of missing, you know, from that list of names I just said, you know, Brendan Boyle, you know, he's got, he's got five assists, he's moving the ball well, I mean, he's 13th in the PSAC in assists, but he, you know, he's 0 for 5 on the floor right now. So I think a big, you know, he's had some open looks that he, you know, hasn't been able to convert on. So I think getting him, getting Cameron Roberts, you know, these are shooters that they got a good jump shot. You know, they can hit these shots. They're just having a bit of a cold, you know, start to this day. I think kind of getting them going is going to be crucial. You know, kind of pulling away with this game in the second half, putting it away. You know, speaking of someone who's had a cold start, Andrew Shaw. I mean, he's someone... He's averaging 11 points a game. I, I was about to say, I was I was going to mention him if you didn't, but... So, I mean, yeah, he, finish your point, Tom. Yeah, he's, you know, he is 0 for 5, you know, from the field right now. You know, had a couple of looks. He's just not getting good looks. He's not, you know, and that's, and that's a testament to this defense. You know, they're closing out. They're, you know, they're getting to the boards. They're rebounding well. You know, they're winning the rebound battle right now. They're, they're outscoring... Pitch Johnstown in the paint, but that's something. Those paint points, 20 of Pitch Johnstown's 28 points have been in the paint. So while they are closing out guys like Andrew Scholl, you know who are their good shooters, they're failing to you know also capitalize in the paint. And just adding on to your point, Tommy, most of the shots he takes is about right where that PSAC sign is, to the left or to the right. Even looking at at the scouting report. His favorite shot is that mid-range turnaround. He's been trying to get that to hit for the first half. It hasn't been working, though. And that is his bread and butter. If he doesn't have that, he doesn't have offense. That's what that's what we're noticing, right? So what I'm interested to see is, does he start to get hot in the second half? And if he does, how does Driscoll's crew adjust their defensive game plan to push him to the arc and make him, force, make him put some shots at the arc? He's a great shooter. There's no doubt about it. But at the same time, if he could get, if they could push him out towards the arc, how good of a player is he going to be? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think keeping up with what they've been doing, I you know he's a good player. You know, Coach Ivanka of the uh, of the Mountain Cats. You know, he's been at this a while. They're going to make these adjustments. So it's just a matter of whether or not you know they're able to keep on top. Of Shoal. You know, Kutztown, 2 of 11 from the three point from beyond the arc. Johnstown, 0 for 6. So this has been a mid range and paint battle that Kutztown is going to have to be able to get going from beyond the arc and keep up the defensive looks they've been doing. As we break out of half, both teams back onto the floor. Johnstown's going to start with possession. Inbounds at the Shoal. And another point I forgot to make, Tommy, I'll make it really quick. A great job by Brendan Boyle to play some exceptional defense on Schultz. Yeah, he's been all over him like a hawk. Just what he needed to do. Schultz gets up, throws it down. Nice pass to Gavin Hebbings down low. He's going to convert. 35-30. Johnstown's going to pick up the first. McGee takes it back to Boyle. Boyle up to Roberts. Two high of a pass, and that's going to be stolen by Ryan Smith. Gets down, balls all over the place. Smith. 
Lot of the C's okay. A little bit slow. Thicker. Hard fall. But he's going to be okay. He's going to stay out there. Gets down. Gets possession. Boyle. Gives it back to Robbins. Excuse me. Ricketts Jr. Now the Robbins. Ricketts Jr. For three. After the... The jab step, not able to get the fall at the front of the rim. Moving the ball around, Johnson, top of the key. Back down the headings. They've been looking for him a lot today. In the post, Glassmacher on him. Gets a hand on the ball. He's going to get called on the foul. Puts down faithful, not happy with that call. Josh, what do you think of that call? I don't agree with it. Um, I thought he was going for ball. Um, I don't. But but in a sense like that, once it goes down to the paint, Headings makes the there, there, there's a 50% chance it's going to get called a foul. So, I mean, that's the risk you take in basketball, unfortunately. You, you, you never really know. This is the second. Live rebounds. Rebounded by Headings, comes away with the loose ball on his own foul shot. 35-31 the score. Scholl, isolating on Cunningham. Trying to get going. Spin move. Fade, uh, that fadeaway jumper we were talking about. Able to get it to go over Cunningham. And that's what we were just talking about. That you know that spin, that fadeaway jumper. That's where he scores most of his points. And he finally gets something to go from the field. Cunningham brings it up. Gets himself in the corner. Have a reach in foul there. That's going to be on Andy Zuccelli of the Mountain Cats. Good junior. This is it to Boyle. Roberts drives in. Right handed layup. Out of contact. No foul. Mountain Cats moving it down the floor. Zuccelli drives in. That's the foul. 35-33 the score in this one. 8.07 remaining in the second half. Chichelli looking for his first points of the game. Sinks the foul shot. He's on the board. Cuts the lead to one. 35-34. Sinks his second. Yet to miss a foul shot this year. Keeps that streak alive. That's an impressive feat right there, Tommy. A lot of consistency. Get up. Roberts. Back to Boyle. Tries to keep the ball in bounds, but launches it right to a mountain cat. But he gets it back off the tip by Roberts. He brings it back up to Pagan. But Patrick gets up and slams it home. Oh, my goodness. That's going to fire up the crowd and the bench. Juju Pagan with a left-handed slam to put the lead. The Mountain Cats go back. Answer right back with the paint. Gets the two and the foul. Tied up at 37. The chance to take the lead. Kevin Headings heads to the line. 66% on the year. 6'8 freshman from Pinkerton, Ohio. 
Misses the foul shot off the front of the rim. Battle for the ball. Results in a floor foul. Something out of possession. Mountain Cats going to a full point press. We're all tied up at 37 here. Cunningham takes the inbound. He's going to bring it up himself. Headings is on him. Cunningham to sit down the Ricketts Jr. Spins, puts it up, left handed layup. It's good. A nice move by Ricketts Jr. to finish down there in the paint. 39 37. For threes, Uccelli off the back of the rim and no good. Rebounded by Cunningham. Loses control but gets it back. Boyle takes it up, gets it to Ricketts Jr. Back down to Cunningham. Cunningham puts it up, gets the foul in the shot. Three-point play chance incoming. Amir Cunningham is on fire. Gosh, what a game from him. I mean, he is impressive to say the least, and that's Schultz second. Trying to finish on the three-point play. And that's the one person that Pitt Jonestown cannot send to the line. I mean, he's... If he sinks it there, he's on fire wide. Only 60% on the year so far, but you got to think that percentage is only going to go up after this game. Boyle, right on show. That's a big matchup. Kamaka drives in, gives it to Headings, who finishes with a left hand from the left block. Over Cunningham, 42-39 the score. Golden Bears lead by three. Golden Bears bring it up the floor. Cunningham driving in, gives it up to Boyle. Boyle hesitates, gives it to Ricketts Jr. Ricketts Jr. drives in, back to Boyle, right corner. Ricketts Jr. right wing. Drives in, left-handed. Puts it up, floater. Gets it to go. 44-39. 16-15 remaining in the second half. Golden Bears trying to snap a nine-game losing streak. Show that fadeaway jumper again from the foul line. Not able to get it to go. Rebounded, though, right out to Ryan Smith for the three. No good. We're going to have a push-off foul on the rebounds on Jaden McGee. We're going to have a timeout. We're going to briefly step away. We'll be right back after these messages. Don't be stupid with your skin It's the only skin you're in Know what's good and bad to do Find the right and wrong for you It's time you learn what it's about Cause indoor tanning is out UV lamps from a tanning bed They can turn your skin beet red Wrinkles come from the UV light And eight spots make you go frightful sight With UV light, it gets worse Skin cancer is a wicked curse Don't be the one that's tan and dead Use your brain, use your head It's time you learn what it's about Cause indoor tanning is out A message from the American Academy of Dermatology
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Keystone Arena, doubleheader basketball, part two. Golden Bears have the lead, 44-39. 15-53 remaining in this one. Golden Bears trying to complete a clean sweep of the Mountain Caps in this doubleheader. Mountain Caps going to be inbounding. Come under their own basket. Nice play by Johnstown. Smith inbounded it to Headings. He tipped it back to him, and he went up for the slam. 44-41. Cutting in. Gives it to Pagan. Drives in. Right-handed floater. No good. Ball tipped back out to Boyle. Gives it back over to McGee. Cuttingham to Boyle. Pump fakes over the Roberts. Ricketts Jr. three, can't get it to go. Ball's gonna stay here, off the hands of Gavin Headings. Cookstown's gonna retain possession. Sound breaking the stack. McGee, not able to get to go, circling the drain, but popping right back out on those that are, floater. Those are the shots that sting right there, Tommy. And Ryan Smith again. Right-handed layup. We're within one. 44-43. Boyle, top of the key. Driscoll calling out plays. Riggers Jr. Driving in. Right-handed floater. Not able to get the old tip back. Still going. Jump ball. Gavin Headings comes down with it. Mountain Cats taking it up the floor. They're going to slow it down. There's Andrew Shaw. Boyle on him. To Smith. To Kromaka. Back to Smith, left wing. For threes, Uccelli. And he can't buy a bucket today. As that bounces off the back of the rim. McGee brings up the floor. Gives it back to Cunningham, top of the key. Swings it. Over to Roberts. Robert back to Boyle. Cunningham in the paint. Drives in. Right-handed layup. Bounces off the rim twice. Not able to get it to go. Comes out of it is Roberts. McGee left hand, right-handed hook shot. And he gets it to go. Not a chaos down there in the paint. But Golden Bears come away with two. 13-47 remaining in this one. 46-43 to score. Golden Bears lead by three. Scholl gives it over. Zuccelli, who finally gets the three to go. His first of the day. Boyle is back to Ricketts Jr. Dealing with the press. Boyle gets it back. Gets it over the timeline. Drives in. Cunningham, corner three. Gets it to go! Amir Cunningham is having himself a day. 15 points for Amir Cunningham. 49-46. Unbelievable. It's just like he Joel gets it in. Tipped by Cunningham again. He is everywhere. Here Cunningham is all over the place. He's having himself a day. He is. 
Have a brief substitution now. Bacon comes in for Roberts. Heading, dishes it out. Zuccelli drives in. Back to Smith. Some quick ball movement there. Foul the Mountain Cats. Pretends in an Andrew Scholl corner three. And we're tied up at 49. They're training shot for shot now, Tommy. Yes, we are. Rigas Jr. almost loses the dribble. Gets it back. Gets it up to Pagan. Pagan going to slow it down. Over Rickus Jr. in the right corner. Rickus drives in. Over the Glassmacher. Glassmacher. Backdoor cut at McGee. Didn't quite get him. McGee swings it. The one more pass to Pagan for three. Bounce off the front of the rim. No good. Oh! Rickett Jr. almost had the put-back dunk. Just lost control of the ball, and it bounces off the rim. He's going to get fouled. Get him for hanging on the rim. Almost. Had an exhilarating put-back dunk. Just couldn't quite get it to go. That's going to send Andrew Scholl to the line. Who misses. And he himself is just... Can't buy... If I'm not mistaken, I believe that was Andrew Scholl's first... Miss. Miss of the entire season. Get, at the free throw line. At the free throw line. Not, yes. not, not, not in general. No, first foul shot miss of the year. Still an impressive foul shot shooter as he got his second one to go. That's 49-50. Mountain Cats lead. They're going to get the ball back because of the tech. Scholl brings up the floor. 12-10 remaining. Headings. Back door to Smith. He gets it to go and fouled. Brian Smith has a chance to convert the three-point play. The junior, 6'3", out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. He's been a problem so far on the paint this and this one. Sinks the foul shot, converts the three-point play. Golden Bears trail by four. 49-53 the score. Hagan brings up the court. That ball is tipped. Cutting him. They got to get it up. Rickett Jr. Get, gets up the floor. Back to Cunningham. Cunningham to Pagan. Surveying the floor. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Rickett Jr. left wing. Just hit the glass marker top of the key. Back to Rickett Jr. For three. Left wing. Front of the rim. No good. Scholl brings it up. Just hit the Zuccelli. Drives in. The headings tried to get it to Smith, but Cunningham's going to tip it and knock it out of bounds. A good defensive heads-up play by Amir Cunningham. We have a timeout on the floor, and with that, we're going to step away. Golden Bears trail by four. When we come back, I am Officer Greg Davis with the Exeter Township Police Department. This month, my department will join Buckle Up PA, the PA Traffic Injury Prevention Project and safety partners across the country to crack down on drivers who do not properly secure young riders in car seats. We will be highlighting the importance of buckling up as well as helping parents and guardians take advantage of safety resources. Law enforcement will be writing tickets to save lives. Please buckle up. Hi, this is Barry Manilow, and that's the rhythm to my song, Copacabana. I made it through the rain. 
And that's the melody to my song, I Made It Through the Rain. And this is what they sound like together. I made it through the rain. Yikes, pretty messy, eh? Well, that's what it sounds like when music is out of rhythm. It's also what it feels like if you have an irregular heartbeat like I do. It's called atrial fibrillation, and it can cause permanent heart damage. I thought I understood the dangers of AFib pretty well, but the truth is I didn't. So if you feel your heart start to skip a beat, and it's not just because Copacabana is playing, please take it seriously. Log on to GetBackInRhythm.com and learn more about all the risks of AFib, because I feel better when my heart and my music are in rhythm. I made it through. We are back. Mountain Cats with the inbound. Bring it over the headings. Headings. Driving this out. Out of foul on Scholl. Just it off a nice no-look pass. That was Will Kramaka with the corner three. 49-56. Golden Bears trail. McGee. This is back to Pagan. Over the glass mocker. Nice ball movement here by the Golden Bears. Cuttingham down in the post. Pagan for three. Can't get to go. Glassmock with a rebound. Puts it back up. Left-handed layup. No good. Rebounded by the Mountain Cats. Tough stretch of shooting right now for the Golden Bears. Scholl pulls up. Mid-range jumper. Can't let him get open from there. He's going to hit every time. Wide open look. Andrew Scholl. Just like that. It's a nine-point game. Golden Bears trail. Ten. 30 remaining in the half. Pagan gets up to Cunningham. Cunningham loses control of the dribble. That's another turnover by the Golden Bears. Scholl bringing up the floor. Glassmacher on him. Gets a screen. Pull up. Pump fake. Down. Stolen by Glassmacher. No. Tipped away. Regained by the Mountain Cats. And Kramaka finishes the play. The ball was tipped. But back into the hands of a Mountain Cat who finished. Amir Cunningham gets it to go, but there was a whistle before the shot. Looks like there was a timeout. Josh, what do you see there? So, did he call the timeout before they passed it underneath? It looks to be that way. A timeout call it looks like by Co- coach Driscoll right before Cunningham had an open look underneath so coach Driscoll called the timeout it seems that way but you know possession indicates that it was I don't see how you can call a timeout if you don't possession of the ball which the Golden Bears did I've I'm unsure. must have been a look that he didn't like it might have been a late whistle well, As our cheer team well, Because I'm, I'm looking at the scoreboard And it says Pitt has three So I'm wondering Did they take the timeout Or did we That's that's my biggest question I'm not entirely sure Because I'm, I mean You can't take a timeout If you don't have possession of Well yeah And I mean Kutztown had possession So it had to have been our bench Not quite Positive what we saw there Send inbounding from under the basket. Gets up to Boyle. 20 seconds remaining on the shot clock. 9.56 in the game. 
Boyle pump fakes. Back to Pagan. Pagan drives in. Right-handed floater. Front of the rim off. And no good again. Puts down. Can't buy a bucket right now. Got to get back to some high percentage looks. Scholl drives in. Gets it back to Headings. And Headings is going to travel on his cut. Yes, it is. Boyle's going to inbound. He's going to inbound it to Pagan. Back to Boyle. He gets it across the timeline. Pagan over the glass marker. Glass marker pump fakes. Back to Pagan. To Boyle. Moving it around the perimeter. Driving in. McGee to Pagan. Out to Boyle for three. Gets it to go. Brendan Boyle might have just been the spark they needed. 52-60. Need a couple more of those. Need a couple more indeed. Scholl drives in. A lot of contact there, and he's going to send him to the foul line. Boyle with some good defense. Scholl is able to draw the foul. That is the seventh foul for the Golden Bears. Important to know they're going to be in the bonus for the rest of this one. Scholl sinks the first foul shot. Scholl sinks his first. And the second. Back to a 10-point game. 62-52 Golden Bears. Considering he ended the first half with a point to now getting up to 10, that's yeah, definitely a, he's a turn to heat of events. Boyle moving the ball around to Pagan. Back to Boyle. To Pagan again. Moving it back and forth. Boyle again from three. Off the backboard and no good. Rebound by the Mountain Cats. Definitely trying to get either Boyle or Pagan an open three-point look there with that play. Unable to convert. Cunningham. Backdoor. Cut. Not going to work. Scholl. Trying to get something open. Boyle's right on him. Pulls up from the foul line. Not able to go. Good defense, but a good putback. Vinny Cugini able to get up in there and for the, get the second chance points for the Mount Cats. Pagan. Pagan past half court. 7.55 remaining in this one. Golden Bears trail by 12. High pass to Boyle. Comes down with it. Back to Pagan. To McGee. McGee to Boyle. To Meeker. Meeker pump fakes. Drives in. Pulls up from the elbow and is blocked. Mount Cats bring it back up the court. Cugini puts it back up with a right-handed floater from the left block. Extends the lead to 14. Mountcats are on a bit of a run right now. 7.25 remaining. Pagan. Slowing it down to Boyle. Boyle drives in to Cunningham. Pump fakes, drives in. Right-handed layup. And he's called on the walk. Took too many steps. Possession's going back to the Mountain Cats. It's going to be a timeout. We're going to take a brief break. Golden Bears trail by 14 when we get back. 
Scouting is awesome. You get to do a whole bunch of stuff that you never thought you could do. I've gone skiing, snowboarding, surfing. We chopped wood with an axe. We get to go caving, climbing, mountain biking. I kind of like the hiking and scouts. Scouting is a lifestyle. The scout is trustworthy, loyal, friendly, helpful, courteous, obedient, kind. cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. Scouting is my direction. Adventures to remember, words to live by. Go to scouting.org today. Be a scout. More than 100 million animals are illegally killed each year. Poaching is a major threat to our country's wildlife. But it's just one of the risks animals face. Pervasive and unprecedented destruction of their habitat threatens their very existence as development encroaches on our nation's remaining open spaces. The best way to protect wildlife is to protect the land on which they live. When we make their land safe and protect it... Welcome back. Men's basketball here on KUR. Part two of a doubleheader. Mountain Cats with the inbounds. That's Cugini bringing up the floor. Pagan's on him. Giving them a full court press. Golden Bears trail by 14. Driving in is Cugini. A lot of contact down in the paint. As he went up for that shot. Little Meeker is going to get called there. And I mean, looking at this, Tommy, they they need two more, and you're in double bonus at that point. That takes you to the line automatically for two. Now, sinks the first. It's Cugini. 94% from the foul line this year. Good free throw shooting team. He sinks his second. 52-68. Golden Bears need a spark here. Cunningham to Pagan. Over the boil. Boil the Pagan. It's Cunningham. Pump fakes. Takes it down to McGee. McGee to Meeker. It's going to be... It's like a reach-in foul on Rokrampa of the Mountain Cats. Rokrampa, excuse me. McGee announced the boil. Boyle, bounce pass to Meeker, drives in, pump fake, gets up and is blocked again by Gavin Headings, who has given this good stand team problems. Kramaka gives it on the Headings, left hand hook shot. He's going to walk. I Chris Town's going to retain possession, going to get possession. I think it's because he lowered the shoulder when he was trying to dr- drive in there. Maybe I, I I think that would be the only possible reasoning, which he did. So whatever it may be, Golden Bears get possession. Boyle, Rickett Jr. Cunningham left wing. Back to Ricketts Jr. Back to Boyle, and he's stolen. The Nuggets unable to convert two shots 
Two misses. Good defense by Ricochet. You're getting back there. Boyle, top of the key for three. No good. Glassmarker gets the rebounds. Passes tipped as he tried to get it to Cunningham. That's another turnover for the Golden Bears. Scholl drives in. Gets the right-handed layup to go. 70 to 52, your score. Golden Bears are trailing. 5.25 remaining in this one. Cunningham tried to get to Grossmacher, bounced off the foot of a mountain cat. Puts down, keeps possession. Down in the stack. Trying to break the inbounds. McGee gets it to Boyle. Shoots at the Glassmacher. Wasn't ready for it. Gets the pass. Gives it back to Boyle. Boyle back to Glassmacher. Corner three. Off the back of the rim and no good. Rebounded uh, by McGee. McGee puts it up. Left-handed layup. No good. Kutztown is just struggling from the field right now. Get back on defense. Scholl. Scarred by Cunningham. They're going to isolate. Gets it back. Gigi who misses the three. Rebounded by the Golden Bears. Cunningham brings it up the floor. Spins away. Gets it to Ricketts Jr. Drives in. Right-handed finish and gets one to go. Golden Bears finally break the drought. Still trailing by 16. 4.30. This game's not over yet. Boyle... Crushing up on Scholl. Scholl dishes it to Ryan Smith. This down low. Got it to Watts. Glassmacher is going to get called on the holds. That's going to send Watts to the foul line for the one and one. And I mean, Glassmacher is now at four, so. Made some serious foul trouble. I'll, I'll, I'll say the saying I said in the. Game one of our doubleheader. You can't take a home with you. And a brutal miscommunication. Watts missed the foul shot. Was rebounded by McGee. Shot it over to Ricciuni, who was not ready for the pass. And that ball is going to bounce out of bounds. It'll be another Golden Bear turnover. And I mean, they are getting just killed in the turnover game. And I mean, let's get the stats here. I mean, you could just see the eleven turnovers. You could just see the body language on the Golden Bears right now. They're just, they're struggling to. They're do. struggling just to get something going. I mean, they can't buy a basket. Yeah, I mean, thirty-five percent. You know, from the field, and you could tell they're just frustrated with themselves. And there's not much you can really say other than, because I, I mean, when you're when you're frustrated like that. It doesn't matter what a coach says sometimes. I mean, you'll still be frustrated. It's just they need to get a couple of buckets going. Get something going. Get into a rhythm. They have no momentum in their favor. That's the problem. Yeah, I mean, 19% from beyond the arc. These could sound golden mirrors. I mean, this is a team that, you know, they like they like to shoot threes. And they're just not able to get them to go. Four of 21 in this game. Got to try and turn that around in the last four minutes of this one. The shoal gets the inbounds. 
Controls the redshirt sophomore from Milton, West Virginia. Pass. Look down low for Watts. It's tipped away by Glassmacher and sent out of bounds. Six seconds on the shot clock for Johnstown. Scholl going for the inbounds. Gets over to Uccelli. Three seconds. Loses possession again. That was Watts. Bounced off his foot. Bounced off of, excuse me, Cunningham's foot. Position's going to stay with the Mountain Cats. One second remaining on the shot clock. We're going to be a timeout on the floor for this inbound. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back here on KUR. I'm Officer Greg Davis with the Exeter Township Police Department. This month, my department will join Buckle Up PA, the PA Traffic Injury Prevention Project, and safety partners across the country to crack down on drivers who do not properly secure young riders in car seats. We will be highlighting the importance of buckling up as well as helping parents and guardians take advantage of safety resources. Law enforcement will be writing tickets to save lives. Please buckle up. back the inbounds one second on the shot clock and Nick Lo Nick Watts on the lob is able to touch that in and convert Golden Bears trail by 18 345 remaining in this one Boyle gives it to Glassmacher Glassmacher to Boyle back to Glassmacher who puts it up for three top of the key gets it to go Ryan Glassmacher knocks down the triple Andrew Scholl bringing it up for the Mountain Cats. Trying to quell the momentum of the Golden Bears. Trying to keep them from getting going. Some tight defense by Boyle. A little bit of bumping going on. Scholl's letting it go. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Zuccini for three. Nick Watts. Ball was coming out. Puts it back with the dunk. Nick Watts is having himself a couple good possessions here. Ricketts Jr. gets the ball for the Golden Bears to Glassmacher. Foul shot jumper. Off the back of the rim and no good. Rebounded by Scholl. Well, taking his time. Boyle right on him. Boyle runs into a screen. Watts. On the pick and roll, gets it to go again. Nick Watts is carving up the paint with Golden Bears. 76-57, Golden Bears trail, 2.20 remaining in the second half. Cunningham. Hands it off to Pagan. Gives it to Boyle, gives it to Glassmacher. Glassmacher tries to get it back to McGee, but loses it. Oh, and a nice ball. No, goaltends 
by Ricketts Jr. Pass is going to go. Andrew Scholl was able to finish on the fast break layup. Ricketts Jr. did get up and make contact with the ball, but they ruled it was already coming down. So that's a goaltend. 78-57. Golden Bears trail by 21. Two minutes remaining. Hagen trying to create some space. Gives it to Ricketts Jr. Gives it to Meeker. Meeker to Ricketts Jr. pulls up. Mid-range jumper. Can't get it to go. Bounces off the back of the rim and out. Watts gets on the pick and roll again. Ryan Coke with the give and go pick and roll. Nick Watts has eight in a row. McGee puts it up, left hand to floater again, no good. Left block puts it up, can't get the shot to go. rebounding well averaging five and a half rebounds a game 24th in the PSAC in rebounds just in, just made it into that top 25 sinks his first foul shot He's 65% on the year sinks the second Golden Bears trail 59 to 80. Minute 14 remaining in this one. Johnstown moving it around. Stolen by Pagan. Two on one. Goes up with it. Gets the foul and one. Hoop in a harm as he has a chance. Converting three-point play. That's just a nice play by Pagan uh, to, to drive in on that two-on-one. He knows that there's a, a good chance he's going to get the foul. It's just a matter of getting the bucket to go. Um, that's he's just... unable to convert. This is the foul shot off the back of the rim. Yeah, it's a very nice play. Get down there. Pass break now. Oh, the Mountain Cats, they hustle down the floor. <laughs> Mitty Cugini finishes in the paint once again. He's got 11 so far. Cuttingham, backdoor cut, puts it off the glass and good. 82-63 with 33 seconds left. Dempsey gives it to Watts, who is going to travel, or no. It's going to be a push-off. By Will Meeker. And you know, with 26 seconds left, trailing by 19. This one's pretty much over. So we're now in the double bonus. Watts is going to get two free throws. Sinks the first. 75% on the year. Sinks the second. 84-63. Your score, 25 seconds remaining. 
Lucas Jr. brings up the floor. Cunningham to Pagan. McGee, corner three. Unable to get it to go. It's going to be rebounded by Johnstown. Ten seconds left there. It's going to dribble off the clock. Two. One. Buzzer will sound. That will do it. Johnstown Mountain Cats 84. Golden Bears 63. Game got away from them in the second half. Unable to slow down the Mountain Cats, who now advance to 4-7 and seven on the year. 2-3 and three in conference play. And the Golden Bears lose their 10th straight game, fall to 1-10 on the year, and 0-5 and in conference play. Josh, what do you think of that second half? It was, it was a tough game. Another tough game for this crew. I mean, they're just looking for that one win. Yeah, and you to, know, to get it going, and it hasn't come yet. I mean, it's it's a team that struggles. It, they have their struggles, and. There's no other way to put it. They're battling plenty of adversity. You know, down, you know, top two scores. You know, down some other players as well. You know, only only suiting up eight guys on the bench. A lot of struggles, you know, that this team has had to face this year. A lot of struggles, you know, for Coach Driscoll and this coaching staff. You know, and, and you know, they fought well. They, I mean, this game really wasn't over until... About three minutes or so left, you know, in the second half. But, you know, some bright spots, you know. This is a team where a lot of players have went down, but a lot have stepped up as well. And, you know, here Amir Cunningham had had a fantastic game, you know. 20 points, you know, had four rebounds, four assists, had a block, you know, played 34 minutes in this one, so he's playing most of it. He was... He was most of their offense today. But, you know, there was also, you know, Jaden McGee, who had 14. You know, he played he played pretty well. He sh- did struggle from beyond the arc, you know, 0 for 4 uh, from three-point land, 6 for 7, you know, from the field. So not, you know, a lot of points, but, you know, a lot more chances to convert that this team, unfortunately, this you know, kind of wasn't able to do in the later stages of this game. You know, uh, Rickage Jr. had 10, Glassmacher had 8, Boyle had 3, Hagen had 6, and Meeker had 2. So plenty of scoring going around, you know, for this Golden Bears team. But at the end of the day, they shot 36% from the field, 61% from the foul line, or excuse me, 21% from three-point land, and 76% from the foul line. You know, they got, they got outscored in the paint, 54 to 38. You know, they, they lost. They were actually retired in the turnover battle. But in a game like this where you can't hit your shots, you can't just tie. you got to win the turnover battle. You know, it's just the way it is. Yeah. You know, not getting a lot of second chance points. They were out-rebounded 43-36. to 36. Just not able to get a lot going. Not able to get these second chance points. They weren't able to take away the points in the paint. That were the main aspects of this Pitt-Johnstown offense today. Just all in all, a lot of struggles 
Yeah. I think yeah. he hit the mark, Tommy. Really do. A lot of, you know, looking ahead for the Golden Bears. You know, Wednesday, January 3rd, kick off the new year. They're heading out to Slippery Rock. Kutztown has had a uh, decent amount of success so far at Slippery Rock in, yeah. uh, in athletics this year. So, basketball Maybe. team kind of hoping to continue that. Hoping to continue that tradition. Both men and women will be out there. Uh, men, the women will tip off at 7.30. Men will tip off Women tip off at 5.30, and the men will tip off at 7.30, excuse me. You know, and as for Johnstown, they are heading up to Shippensburg for their next contest. They are 4-7 and all-time against the Raiders, and they're coming off a big win, um, obviously against our Golden Bears here, with a chance to capitalize against you know, Shippensburg Raiders, who are doing pretty well so far this year. Josh, any final thoughts? It was a pleasure working with you. We'll be back when? I want to say, what is it, the 10th? Somewhere around there. It will be sooner rather than later. Uh, we'll, we'll be back. back. We'll be back home, here. Next home game, we'll be back up, you know, we'll be working live here. on Absol- KUR. Absolutely. However you choose to listen. Absolutely. And I think we'll with be, that being we'll be, said, you know. We'll be here. One and one overall on the doubleheader. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. You know. Women picked up a big win, 64-54. Men, unfortunately, fell 84-63. So, some good things for both teams, some bad things for both teams, some things to work on. Good sound just got to get healthy, and they can turn this thing around. Yep. That being said, Josh, I think we're about to sign off here on KUR. Thank you all for listening. We'll send you back to your regularly scheduled music. It is time for another Kutztown University basketball presentation. Thank you for listening to another Kutztown University basketball presentation right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. Make sure to follow us on all of our social medias for our next live upcoming broadcast. Now back to your favorite music right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown.